Welcome to the 25th episode of the Yu Yu Hakusho. We can rent a car now. Really? Yeah, 25, man. You don't have an insurance penalty when you rent a car at 25. Huh. Alright, well, uh, I'm Patrick. I'm Joe. I'm Hannah. And Sarah. And uh, last time we watched Kurama murder a little child and then leave a serial killer alive forever. I mean, I guess, I guess maybe he leaves him alive forever. Hmm. I mean, if you leave him, I mean, he'll die eventually, right? I mean, is he really living? <laughs> yeah. Well, no. He, that's why he became a serial killer so he can feel alive. Oh, I see. <laughs> gotcha. But uh, uh, today we learn about broken dreams, broken promises, broken arms, broken hearts, and broken genitalia. It's going to be a great time, and you better get ready. <laughs> All right. Well, um, I, I guess I guess before we start, now Joe wanted to talk about his trip to uh, to Japan. I went to Japan, y'all. All right, all right. So uh, now that we got that out of the way, let's uh, get into episode eighty-five. Spirit now. There's a there's a lot more than I think we have time for on this episode, but I'll summarize it with like it was cool. Um, I thought people were going to be as weird as they are in the U.S. It turns out that was not the case at all. Like people were way less weird than in the U.S. Mm-hmm. Um, the U.S. is a fucking cartoon nightmare place that I love. <laughs> but I thought Japan would be a cartoon nightmare place that I would love too. It's more like uh, it's a really settled, very leisurely place. What do you mean by that? I'm kind of confused. Um, I guess I just thought I would see more eccentric weirdos on the street the way that you do in the U.S. Like when you go to a major city, like just like in New York or San Francisco, where it's just like, huh, I've never seen someone with that style or like that behavior before. But if they if they got it working. Then uh, they got it working, but uh, it appears as though while I was in Japan, like that, while that did exist, it was much rarer. Like for instance, on the last day I was there, which was actually the result of missing our flight, um, <laughs> or no, maybe it was the second to last day, we ran across two women at a matcha gelato place mm-hmm. who were clearly either former or current gang members because they were covered in tattoos, had blonde hair, like blue contacts. Uh, the only thing that was, oh, and they also spoke in a way that if they weren't affecting something on purpose, was very much like Yakuza speak. Oh, uh, yeah, rolling R's, stuff like that. Uh, but like, they were there with their cute little children. And, uh, I was just like, I hope it's former in this case, but I'm not sure. Um, but it was, uh, that was interesting. That was the only time where I saw something where it was like, oh, this is the level at which I would see in the US. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Well, did they stick $100 bills in their shirts and be like, ah, forget about it? <laughs> no, they did not just suddenly get like an Italian American accent. <laughs> that, they didn't. It's like they switched plain Japanese. They, didn't, they just go up to somebody, you know, give them a bunch of hundred dollars. Hey, forget about it. <laughs> and like per- perfect Italian esque English. Yes, but uh, that did not happen. But uh, I, I saw a bunch of cool stuff. There's too much to really recount here, but I did go to the Yu Hakusho Cafe that was open there. I'm not sure if it's still going, but it was really cool. Um, Neither me nor uh, my girlfriend are able to speak Japanese super well, so when we were, like, ordering stuff, instead of... They told us what things were, but didn't go into deep explanation. They more just pointed out what character they were based on. <laughs> they were like, 
uh, hie, jagan no raisu. Like, basically, <laughs> hie, jagan rice. And I'm like, yeah, that, that's cool. So I got the hie, jagan rice. Did, did the, did the uh, chef shoot out, like, a dragon from the thing and serve it to you? No, he, he did not. He did not. But uh, I got the uh, sensui uh, purple drink, whatever it was. It was purple drink, not purple drank. I'm not sure what flavor it was, even. Because I don't think it was ube or, or taro. It was just... It grape? was purple. No, it wasn't grape either. It was me and Kathy both had. And we're like, this is dessert flavor. It's it's purple flavor. flavor. Yeah, secret energy. Yeah, flavor. it's secret energy. No, no, that's the yellow drink, which <laughs> is suspicious. Um, but yeah, they also the gave us. Yeah, that's the. Oh no. Um, but they also gave us like some randomized like stills from the show, which was really cool. I got the one of like uh, Sensui's face as he's bursting out of like the glass window during the chase scene. Uh, which was really cool, and then I got some, like, random, like, for each item you bought, you got, like, a random, uh, standee, so I, I gave the others some standees, and, um, I also went to Akihabara and, like, bought some old games. I wanted to get Patrick saying, like, rare, but I ended up only finding something interesting, which hopefully he enjoyed, but I, I, I tried to bring back stuff people would enjoy. Yeah, I was surprised you got me that hentai game, I mean, you know. Yep, that's what I did. <laughs> no. It wasn't it wasn't a Dreamcast fucking Gundam game, yeah. Definitely. No, but no, I have to thank Joe. He got me the that Gundam side story 079, I think it was called, uh, for the Dreamcast in Japanese, so that was pretty awesome. That's a great game. And he also got me a uh, keychain of, of my favorite, my best girl, which is uh, which is her name that I forgot. So Photon. Photon. That's you can remember because that's also the name of a rice candy. <laughs> that's right, and I had some, and it was good. Photon was good, both, and the candy and her. <laughs> Wholesome. Uh, but yeah, uh, speaking of best girls, uh, Ava came out on Netflix recently. And um, I don't think we're going to go into this too deeply, but uh, a couple of things got some thoughts. Yeah. Patrick wanted to bring it up first, so go go off, King. Well, uh, Ava came out on Netflix. Oh, shit. <laughs> Whoa. Yeah. Well, nice. Yeah. There's some uh, controversy <laughs> surrounding the new subtitles and the new dub. Um, they it It seems like... A hyper literalist dub, which seems like it would have been more normal in the '90s, which is really weird. Uh, additionally, it's kind of come out that the guy who did the subtitling may or may not have some interesting political leanings, uh, including being like one of the major fan fanlation artists for like a uh, Lolicon oh. pseudo Nazi dojin. Uh, which would also explain why he changed things in the show that were terrorist groups to now left-wing terrorist groups. Uh, Wait, really? Yeah, but, like, he made an argument, oh, yeah, that's because based on, like, things that were going on in Japan in the 90s, sekuto, which means, you know, sect, meant left-wing terrorism. And then, like, a bunch of people were pointing out, like, no, it didn't come to mean left-wing terrorism until a couple years later. At the time, it meant terrorism generally. And he's like, whatever. Yeah, there there was a bunch of controversy. They, of course, I don't know why you didn't bring it up, but they they got rid of the end credits "Fly Me to the Moon," so that was kind of that was kind of an incredibly weird. political decision. Incredible political decision. Sinatra, the arbiter of all politics in the U.S. <laughs> Fuck Sinatra. No, but yeah, they got rid of they got rid of that credits and they replaced it with the Ray, the song "Ray One," which is the that piano overture when you first see her. 
think that was like a copyright issue? It was a copyright and cost issue. So in Japan, they actually still have the right endings. Mm. Um, and that's because Japan's like, yeah, copyright in Japan, real cheap, actually. But mm. like copyright for any foreign enterprise, they're like, fuck you, never. Yeah. Mm. I, like trillions of dollars. Well, I'm happy they paid $100 million for Friends, but they couldn't... Uh... Cuff up a little bit extra for Fly Me to the Moon's rights. I don't know. <laughs> so, I agree that that's really shitty, but 7% of fucking uh, Netflix viewership at any given time is Friends. That's true. Mm. Oh, or was, at least. Um, well, they could have had 7% with Eva. Man, we'd live in a very different world if, like, the viewership numbers were ever 7% for Ava. <laughs> I'm just imagining, like, the election cycle currently, they're like... What do you think of Kaoru and Shinji's relationship? Like, what do you think it has to say about, like, confused <laughs> little boys? And they're like, I, excuse me, sir? And then Beto would answer in Spanish. It'd be very weird. Yeah, I don't know. But, yeah, but no, there, there's that little bit of controversy going on with that. There was, um, just the subtitles. Um, I kind of am in the middle about the subtitle thing with the cha- some of the changes. Like, the, the him saying, like, to love, because, like, apparently... The original uh, ADV VHS release had like as well, and the way that it was sort of argued argued against it was like, oh, it could be either one, and it could be just him messing with them, and it, it was like really kind of a toss up whether it was love or like. But I mean, it's just like a lot of implications, you know. It's well, sort of because like in the official manga, like they straight up make out later. Spoilers. Yeah. So I- it's just like I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. The thing is, I heard that the ma- the manga actually has a couple non-canon changes as well. So the manga is canon, but is not the same story. Yeah, like it is considers its own thing, but within like the multiverse of Evangelion. Yeah, there's also a multiverse where all of them go to high school. So that is actually canonically true. That's that's mm-hmm. not a joke either. Like I went to I went to the, a comic convention. They had Eva High School. I was like, what? But I mean, they also have Attack on Titan High School, which is. Even weirder. <laughs> yeah. Basically, all anime has a high school AU, if it's not already, a high school anime. <laughs> it makes it makes you... Have you guys got caught up on Attack on Titan yet? Nope. And I, I gotcha. honestly don't have any plans. Sorry. No worries. <laughs> I gotcha. Attack on Titan is exhausting to watch. Uh, it's it's like a long grave. Um, did, did you guys ever see the uh, official AU of uh, Evangelion that Guillermo del Toro made uh, where two people had to pilot each mech? Oh. I'm pretty sure that's called uh, not Eva. No, it's called Pacific Evangelion Rim. <laughs> Neon Pacific Evan Rim, Rimion. Yep, that's the name of it. Y'all should uh, watch that if you like Eva fanfiction. <laughs> it's, it's pretty good, especially when... Uh, when uh, Charlie Day comes in and becomes Charlie Day. <laughs> I mean, that is a very accurate depiction of the stuff that happened in that movie. I mean, seriously, Charlie Day is just Charlie Day in that. Charlie and the gang connect with the kaiju. <laughs> Pretty much. Yes. Uh, yeah, so anyways, let's uh, let's get back on point to Yu Hakusho, starting with episode 85, Spirit Detective Showdown, a.k.a. Spirit Realm Detectives, a faded one-on-one battle which uh, in Japan came out June 11, 1994, and in the U.S., September 24, 2005. Gotcha. Does that have anything to do with samurai slash uh, samurai spirits? Uh, samurai I... showdown? You know, oh, god damn it. Showdown. Okay, yeah, no. Samurai no, showdown, it doesn't. Samurai no, it doesn't. Spirits. Stop. No, it doesn't. Shaolin showdown? Uh, yes. No, Shaolin soccer, actually. Uh, but yeah, in this episode, the tunnel to Demon World is opening. Can Yusuke's team uh, save the human race? Only a dramatic showdown between past and present spirit detectives will reveal the truth. 
So uh, I went back and noticed that we hadn't been covering the release dates for episodes for a while, which not really a big deal, but there were some things that I wanted to point out. Because um, I went back a couple episodes just to find out, like, hey, when were the weird discontinuities? Because uh, for anyone who watched Yu Show when it was on Toonami, there were some major points where they did the whole recap thing, thinking they could do the same shit they did with Dragon Ball. But by this point, uh, like, torrents were a bigger deal, so, like, it really hurt them in the long run, where they're like, oh, yeah, we'll wait for more shit to come out. And uh, I personally attribute that for one of the big reasons that Yu Show wasn't bigger, was that they fucked up the release schedule. And this is relevant because uh, between episodes 83 and 84, which would have been like last episode's episodes, you know how that, you know what I mean by that. No, uh, I don't. Episode 84 came out in September 17th, 2005, while episode 83 came out in November 6th, 2004. Wow. So about a year difference, and the stuff was dubbed, and Cartoon Network could have totally fucking showed the stuff in between. But decided not to, and, like, a lot of people I knew who were big fans, like, when it was showing earlier, just stopped watching, because they're like, what, what's the point of this anymore? I don't want to be watched series again. <laughs> yeah, no, it's just, like, it just kind of fucked things up. There was also another major discontinuity between 53 and 54, with 54 coming out in April 17th, 2004, and 53 coming out in July 20th, 2003. And I think that's another one of the major fucking uh, discontinuities, like, between the Dark Tournament and the Chapter Black Saga. Well, it's technically between the semi-final round of the Dark Tournament and the final round. And I attribute that to a big part of the reason that a lot of people, including probably Megan, don't remember Chapter Black as well because they stopped, like, watching it for a year before it came back. Yeah, and also, I think... Wasn't that the time that they moved it to the later time slot? I forget if that was this or that was the other time skip that occurred uh, between Chapter Black and uh, okay. between Chapter Black and the other thing. Okay. Oh, first thing I thought it was I thought it was November seventeenth, two thousand four. I was like, wow, it's literally an election cycle. <laughs> wow, that'd be that'd be really weird. Uh, but yeah, so just you know, some notes about the past episodes. But uh, onto the episode itself, yeah. which uh, opens with the outside crew, aka the people outside of the cave, right now. Uh, and then goes to a long view of uh, both sides of the two different, you know, teams divided by the sinning tree, which is just in the middle. You know, that good, good sinning tree where uh, Elder Taguro is alive forever. Being tortured into, hint- into his hentai- tentacle hentai undeath. Yep. <laughs> in uh, Japanese, he just keeps on screaming, why won't you die? While in the U.S. version, he says, you're cheating me. Imagine them just, like, just trying to have a conversation while it's all happening. So, we finally interrupted you. It's like, oh, God, I need to kill him. So, we finally have met for the showdown. Everyone's trying to act, like, still cool and calm. Like, since he's like, yeah, and what was... I'm sorry, what what did you say, actually? Sorry, this guy's screaming. What are you saying? Oh, speaking of screaming (laughs) uh, and, uh, you know, inexplicable appearances... We have a, a guest who's here, and Patrick is failing at opening doors. Oh, who's that? It's a special guest. Oh, hello. Uh, it's Genkai. It's Genkai. It's Ash Ketchum. Oh, jeez. Yeah, I saw Ash It's actually Megan, who appears to be sick. Yeah. Oh, man. He's broncotic. I just don't want to get you guys sick. Hello. How's and welcome. To the Yu Yu Hakusho. <laughs> Give me some portobellos. I passed a lubong. Oh man. Passed a for all you guys. Is uh, that's the translation. Isn't yeah. that like souvenirs? Homecoming mm-hmm. souvenirs or something like that. Yeah. I forget the literal translation. 
Oh, I thought you were going to say, oh, Portillo's. I said Portobello's on there. Okay. Oh, you came just in time. We just barely started oh, talking okay. about episodes. Yeah, we, we were talking about Ava and uh, and my trip to Japan before this. Oh, okay. Um, do you have any quick thoughts on the Ava translation, or have you ever seen Ava? Oh, so I've never seen Ava. You should watch it. Um, I've only seen the first four episodes of the new, whatever's on Netflix. Mm-hmm. And right now it's Sad Robots. As far as I can Welcome tell. to the rest of the show. <laughs> Pretty I'm much. Um, but I do like it. Is it? I've heard when I googled like English dub of Ava, like there's a lot of uh, they got rid of the queer subtext. Is that? Yeah, we we talked a bit about that. Like, yeah, and it seems either hyper literalist or pseudo political, and it's unclear. And I'm curious as to what people will find out. As things go on. Yeah, I hope no one's turned off from watching it. I mean, absolutely please watch the show on yeah, Netflix. Agreed. Absolutely please watch it. Like don't just just be like just keep in mind when you're watching it, there's gay there's 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 a queer subtext. Uh uh he's he says says uh, I'm so fucked up. And yeah, that's something else that's something else. I, I still haven't seen the show, guys. Yeah, let's no segue no, all the way back to Yu Yu Hakusho. Oh yeah. yeah. Yeah, so um as you left off, Sentry tells Itsuki to bring his friend and a shadow moves across the cave. Um, Kubara is revealed to have disappeared and is shown on the land. And Kubara, in the US version, it says, oh, I'm not be able to tell you how fighting is worse than dying. Oh, no. He says, uh, not being able to tell you how to fight is worse than oh, dying. So, <laughs> and then Japanese... He says, not being able to talk is worse than dying. Both of which are very on brand for Kuwabara. <laughs> and, oh, go ahead. I was going to say, the gang is then swallowed by a shadow, uh, and it opens its eyes and spits out Yusuke. She just ate all of them and killed them, and they wouldn't have had to go through all this trouble. No, man, they had to keep one of them alive, and you know why. It's anime. <laughs> so Itsuki then dips into the ground, and... Turns turning into the earth. Yeah, or... he like changes into like the color of the stone and like Genbu style. He's right. earth bending. Earth bending. <laughs> <laughs> it's a little beyond earth bending. He just got stoned. Damn it. <laughs> so and then we see Sensui jumping towards Yusuke and telling him that any worry about what happened to his friends is like misdirected. He's just the friends are being isolated from Yusuke because he wants Yusuke all to himself. Basically, yeah. what, a, what a greedy goop! Gay subtext. <laughs> Gay subtext. <laughs> Welcome to Yuhang Show. Um, so then we see Koenma running down the tunnel, following the weeds, and then you see like the, they go down this blue and black checkerboard into like this really crazy dreamlike no man's land. Um, basically, um, Hie, Karama, Kuwabara, and Itsuki enter the subspace and that's what Kurama says in the Japanese version uh, he, he says it looks like the subspace because right. I think he's misidentified that it's the yeah. portal between worlds and then the mm-hmm. US version just says it looks like hell Matari is also stuck there too oh yeah, oh, yeah. Stuck there too. <laughs> I always forget you know we can ignore him <laughs> for the rest of forever <laughs> I always forget Matari yeah. wait the little seaman yeah seaman yes <laughs> Mr. Sea Dude yes Barnacle Boy we can ignore him what about Mermaid Man Oh, Marine Man. I'm thinking of 
Yeah. Shark Boy and Lava Girl. Yes, you are. <laughs> Best movie ever. I actually Lautner is prime. I never <laughs> saw that movie, but everything everyone tells me of that movie makes me want to watch it with none of the context from the earlier movies or anything. <laughs> There's no earlier movies. Yeah, oh fuck! It. I just think of it as a Spy, Spy Kids, Kids movie, movie, but it's totally not. It's George Lopez, man, yeah. I, I doing do, his thing. I do like the fact that uh, that a character from a, a rated R movie is in Spy Kids. Wait, who? Machete, Machete yeah. Oh, Machete's Machete like is the like the main dude. I never knew he was like a action hero or whatever. Oh, Danny, wait, is he Danny Trejo or is he actually it's, Machete? It's literally movie? Danny Trejo as Machete. That's as a CG version That's of Machete. Amazing. That's but it's, it's like Uncle, 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 Uncle Machete. Machete. <laughs> wow. That's like the fucking um uh, that's like the Conqueror's Bad Fur Day versus Conquer the versus Conquer the Squirrel game. The Conqueror's Tales. Yeah, Conqueror's Tales. God, that's fucking weird. Man, they need to make a Machete three in space, like they promised they were gonna do. Yeah, God, y'all need to see Machete two if you haven't. Even though one sucks, one is pretty good. I like it's, it. It's okay. Um, but yeah, he then guesses correctly that they're actually inside of the Ura Otoko, which just literally means backwards or reverse man. Hmm. Uh, which I don't know if you've ever seen the movie Freddy Got Fingered, different sort of backwards man. <laughs> and if you any of you watched uh, any of you watched Chernobyl, different backwards, d- different backwards man. I've yet to see Chernobyl. I want to. Gotcha. Well, there's a lot of Inside Out people, so. Oh God. That's... Oh, because of the radiation. Yeah. Because that's what happens when radiation happens. Apparently, like yeah. Godzilla. It's either no, you just turn to other. In, you turn to an inside out person. Oh my god! Nice. It's it's, it's gag inducing. So uh, in the U.S. version, they actually call the thing Uro Otoko, while in the Japanese version, they make it clear that that's just the species name. Um, this is based probably on a uh, Japanese uh, yokai called the uh, Umibozu, which literally just means sea bonsai, but I don't know what bonsai is because it's not bonsai. I'm not just mispronouncing bonsai. Sea bonsai. Let's just call him Sea Bonsai. Yeah. It sounds really familiar. It's a spirit from Japanese folklore, uh, which the origin is, people aren't really sure what it is, but it's basically a sea spirit that uh, swallows up boats and breaks ships on uh, things after demanding a bucket or barrel from the sailors. And uh, the only safe way to escape is to give it a bottomless barrel so that it's confused and you can sail away. It's probably also, in my opinion, this one is me guessing, the uh, an inspiration for a villain from uh, JoJo Part 3. I guess uh, I think it's Nadul's stand is kind of like this, because, like, you know, he has the container and then drowns people. I guess Is that before or after he, the, the spirit asks if it's pretty or not? God damn it. Oh, a Bonds is an ordained male monk. Oh, okay. That explains, because I saw other things calling it Sea Monk, and I'm like, oh, Bonds C- Sea Monkey. Monk. It comes from a Sea Monk. I think the word is oh god B H I K K H U. Can I see that? Oh, like it's like yeah, yeah, it's like that's the word that means bonds. Oh, okay. So it's from it's from Sanskrit originally, which would explain why none of us can properly Mm -hmm. say it. Um, but yeah, so Itsuki turns out to be uh, a specimen of a near extinct yokai named the Yamanade, aka the Darkness Comfort slash Moth. So Darkness Comfort or Darkness Moth, take it how you will. Um. And that he kind of reveals, like, yo, man, I don't have a territory. I just have fucking demon powers. Like, spoilers, I'm not a psychic in the way you thought I was. Uh, he possesses, like, cool shadow hands similar to a character uh, designed from Hunter Hunter, a guy named Shoot. Uh, which, when I first saw Shoot, I'm like, oh, shit, they kind of recycled this. Is this, is this catchphrase, oh, shoot? <laughs> no. I don't think he ever even says his name. Like, <laughs> yeah, I don't think he says his name. He doesn't say much. He's a weird guy. So he's never, he never said, oh, shoot, when he made a mistake? 
Wait, is Shoot the one who looks like the character here? With, like, the weird fluffy hair? And then the... No, he's the one who has, like, the hair tied back. uh, And then he, like... He has the floating psychic hands oh, around him, and then he like learns. Harder. Yeah, he learns to stand on the on the hands. Okay. Are you sure something off the helmet that's green? No, that's not him. No, uh, but anyways, so they're the his species are like interdimensional travelers, and uh, you know, Suki basically says that he doesn't want to fight them because he recognizes that they all have a mutual interest in protecting the fight between the people they follow, which is uh, kind of hinting that like, oh, Suki's um has an interesting relationship with Sensui. I do like how the, the the shadow thing has, like, the weirdest face. It's like that has really, really big beady eyes and yeah. these giant lips. It's like, okay. It is really freaky. It's it's like, it's like, hi. Are we still on episode 85 or is it 86? 85. 85. Yeah, 85. yeah, we just barely started. So, um, it goes back to a flashback with a young Sensui just, you know, doing his thing, killing demons. Um, <laughs> and he, in the US, mentions that in him doing his job, he began to have help from the shadows. That shadows turns out to be Atsuki, who is like low key, high key stalking him as he like kills off demons as a spirit detective. And then when a Sensui figures out Itsuki is helping him, but is like, hey, what are you doing? And he is about to kill him um, until Itsuki asks just for one more day to live. Mm-hmm. And, <laughs> and, he, and the reason why is because he wants to watch the finale of his favorite TV drama. <laughs> the, the, the spoiler thing is, is that uh, the drama he picked was Days of Our Lives, so he can never die. No, it's Game of Thrones. He <laughs> can't. He can't. <laughs> He needs to finish that last episode. Man, what a disappointment. Watching that is like, oh man, you know what? Just kill me. <laughs> just get to the second last episode. You know what, dude? Just kill me. Not even. That last season. No. He just watched the but, first episode. You know what? Just kill me. It's not going to get any better from here. Um, with, I was thinking that like, what drama, like what time frame is this? Because like in the flashback. Sensui looks pretty young, right? Oh, that would have been Does the he, 80s, yeah. Would be the, so, like, if Because he was 27 and, and whatever year that was. The 90s. The early 90s. Yeah. yeah, so... Sensui's not any older than, like, he looks, right? He's, he's like, as old as my dad. Early 30s. Yeah. Uh, no, he's in his he's late 20, 20s. He's, no, 20s, he's 27. He's, cano- oh, he's, he's canonically 27. Oh, okay. No, actually, no, it's 28. No, 26. Because he's you're older than I am. Oh uh, yeah, I, I forget. But I, I was I was going to mention that like so this would have occurred ten years earlier, so since we would have been like sixteen, seventeen. Mm-hmm. Okay. And so this would have been like fucking eighty three. Okay. So because I was like thinking, what drama would do you know any dramas from eighty three? Days of our lives. <laughs> <Right about>. Not <laughs> Japanese dramas. Oh, yeah. maybe Dallas. Dallas. Or did that end it? Like, Dynasty. He wanted he want to see who shot Jr. Oh my god. <laughs> I need to know who shot JR. Uh, it was actually Maggie, if you see that one episode of The Simpsons. Uh, but <laughs> I thought you meant, I thought you talked about The Walking Dead. Oh, god damn it. But yeah, so, uh, since we re- responds to this in Japanese with, I watched that one too, and that's why he doesn't kill him. He's like, oh, a fellow fan. Uh, but in the US version, it says, you're the first demon to ever make me laugh. Aww. And I kind of like that one a bit more. Uh, you know, the idea of like humanizing less through something he can get and relate to and more through just like, oh, that's some human ass shit, dude. Yeah, they later killed the producer of the TV show because it was bad. So he killed somebody eventually. Yeah, but uh, it finally shows young Sensui's boyish face near a campfire. Uh, and, like, Sensui's basically shocked to find out about the diversity of demons, both through their thoughts and morality, 
Which, you know, up to that point, he's just like, yeah, I'm just going to kill them all because that's what I do. That is what is good. That is what is right. And so this was the first step on his, like, path to something else. Um, yeah, in the U.S. version, Itsuki kind of says, yeah, I should admit my attraction wasn't entirely pure as I also wanted to be my lover. In the Japanese version, I began to think I had gained both a time bomb and a lover at the same time. I really like the Japanese version there. Yeah. Because I think it's much more like just like, yeah, like gay attraction is like normalized. But the problem here is that like since we's going to blow up. Quite literally. Yeah. So I, I didn't know. It's a, I like that a lot too. Uh, yeah, the U.S. version also kind of makes it sound one-sided, while the Japanese version, it's like, they are full-on together. Yeah, the U.S. version just seems like Itsuki's just obsessed with Sensui. Yeah. Which he is, but... Like, there's no There's mutual. no, yeah, mutual. Mm-hmm. There's total, it's totally, totally two straight dudes, right? Yeah, they, they cousins. sit... They sit <laughs> cousins. <laughs> cousins, they cousins. sit five feet apart because they're not gay, etc. Yeah, it's... Straight shooters. Yeah, I've yeah, I've just never. He's the first one to say that I was worthy of his grace. It's yeah, exactly. You know, he likes him as a friend. Yep. Uh, but yeah, Kurama asked Itsuki to stop them to save him, basically saying like this is gonna kill both of them. And here's where Itsuki goes from like, oh, this is cool, gay, gay representation, to like, yeah, man, I need him to die because this will be like the inevitable truth of like. His purity, and it's like, this is his purpose. He needs to have this happen. It's like, dude, what? I felt weird. Yeah, I, I really like the two of them, but this is like when you first get the idea, like, oh, Itsuki loves him, but in a very, very weird and destructive way, he's like, oh, yeah, I'm not going to get in the way of Sensui's willingness to fucking kill himself slowly. Just makes him beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> it's gorgeous. In retrospect, though, I kind of can see why. So, I mean, I won't spoil it for the next episode, but, you know. Yeah, like, we'll definitely talk after all of this, uh, because I think their relationship is fascinating. Whether or not, if I was friends with either of them, I'd be like, hey guys, maybe you should, I don't know, check this shit out, see if you're doing what's right, but, yeah. You know, maybe sign a prenup or two, you know. <laughs> I, I don't know, maybe don't start a terrorist cell. Uh, you know what? You should we just are... adopt a dog instead. We were signed the paperwork. We got our name filled out. We can't. It's too far. He's... A little poo. Uh, <laughs> spoilers. It gets very killmongery at the end. Anyways, uh, break in the episode, and then it returns with a stare down between Yusuke and Sensui. But you didn't do the sound. Do 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 do. So I've realized Don't the sound effects me. for this remind me, for the first time ever, of Sailor Moon. It's just like this synthy back and forth. Like, yeah, I definitely, I definitely hear what you're saying. Like uh, when I watch like Sailor Moon, I definitely get like, oh yeah, they were probably using the same like licensed sound bank as you Hawk show. <laughs> oh, for a second, I thought you meant just the the the, the transition sounds similar. I was like, they should in that case, you'd be like, you Hawk show. I'd I'd be down. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, Sensui points out that Yusuke will be uh, will become like him if he keeps going. In the Japanese version, he says, uh, you know, like, various portions of his personality eroded over time, but the eroded parts turn out to have been who he really was, so he feels like he's just, like, this weird shell of a person and purpose that, like, is going forward. While in the U.S. version, he focuses more on the philosophical morality of uh, what he's doing mm-hmm. versus the ethical trap and personal psychology in the Japanese version. Mm-hmm. Who even is he? <laughs> yeah, why not? So Yusuke attempts to get a punch in while Sensui is like laughing and Yusuke manages to dodge a big kick and then gives Sensui a hook to the face 
so hard that he's like flying 50 feet and then he catches himself. In the Japanese version, Yusuke asks why he just didn't challenge him directly instead of doing this whole shit with opening the tunnel and whatnot. It's like, you know, you could, it's like, you know, you could have probably made it a little bit easier if we just like, just like fought and there's like, just runs out and punches him. Like, just, you should have just met me in the alley and just called me ugly. (laughs) I mean, we could have done behind the gym. Behind the gym. We could catch these hands. We didn't have to go through all this trouble. Yeah, we could have took this outside. How about that? Yeah, in the U.S. version, gotcha. Yusuke basically says, like, nothing sense we can do will fuck him, more, uh, fuck him up more than, like, his shitty life, ha- if his shitty life hasn't already to this point. Yikes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then Sensui is just like, hey, man, let's talk numbers. And Yusuke is like, okay. Sensui says, uh, <laughs> yeah, sure, whatever. Yeah, all right. Uh, if your power level is a 10, then mine's like a 6 or a 7. And then uh, Sensui says he's still going to kick Yusuke's ass without, like, so I really wish I understood Japanese at this point because I feel... There is something here that is consistent, but not explained well in either the English dub or the sub. Mm -hmm. Because he's like, yeah, you're more powerful than me. And then later he's like, but I'm stronger than you. And it's like, I know that in real life, strength and power are two different things. But those are very generic words unless you Mm -hmm. explain them or ground them in a specific mechanic. Yeah, because those are both so interchangeable most of the time. It's like, it just sounds like he's just trying to fuck with, like, Yusuke's brain right now, which he technically is yeah he it is remarkably consistent across english and japanese though in a way that i Mm -hmm. thought they were like vastly different because i'm like there's no way this weird misinterpretation exists in both languages and it's like oh no this ambiguity is totally here in both fuck it Mm -hmm. i thought he said it like at one point earlier in the series he said it all the time that like technically yusuke's stronger but I always thought, like, his spirit power, like, since his spirit power was stronger. I think that's what he that, means, yeah. and they just don't express it well, because to this point, every time anyone's talked about strength, they meant, like, spirit strength rather than physical strength. Right. And this is the first time where he's like, yeah, Yusuke, you are very physically strong, deadlift that shit. I'm going to blow you away with a nuclear bomb of energy. Well, the, th- the thing is that I think it also has to do with just Sensui's uh, ability to read Yusuke, because Yusuke just jumps in and punches and kicks and shoots stuff while... Well, uh, since since Sumi actually could read him and dodge and sort of play on his weaknesses, yeah, he's, he's definitely so, hyper analytical. So while he, he's he's str- he's more powerful and more uh, more of a better fighter, Yusuke still has that strength because he fucking fought fought Muscle Man and won. Yeah. So Yusuke tries to go in for a punch rush because uh, since we're powering up a Reiko uh, Reshiken, uh, but like. Sensui just dispels it in front of him, parries, like, one of Yusuke's attacks, and just fucking kicks him. Um, Sensui just... Oh, yeah, so that's what happens. Sensui says he's better predicting Yusuke's style than a psychic was, because, like, he's like, oh, yeah, this is happening by reaction, because I fought so many dudes, as opposed to uh, the psychic guy who, even though he could read Yusuke's mind, still had to react in time. Sensui's like, my body's just doing this. Fuck you. (laughs) His life just, like, turns around like little hacks and just kicks him. It's like, reaches up... Yeah, so Yusuke basically points out that if the question is uh, experienced in terms of number of fights, that Yusuke might actually have him beat, and then he's like, I'm going to start doing weird shit, like punching the ground, and then having the dust fly in the air, and then uh, decides to, like, since we falls with his eyes, like a boulder that flies up that he thinks is Yusuke, and then Yusuke gets in and punches him. Nice. It's good times. Read him good. In the Japanese version, that um, boulder move, Kuwabara says that it's like called the internal organ crusher and says Oh, there's a punch, yeah. Yeah, it says he couldn't have he 
couldn't eat for like an entire week afterwards. <laughs> to be Jeez. honest, Kubar should like not be standing right yeah. now. He's like, yeah, you broke my ribs. Woohoo. Or like internal organ crusher. My God. <laughs> yeah, the, the US version says something entirely unrelated that's just like, yeah, I haven't eaten since being kidnapped. And it's just like, all right. I feel like you. none of them have eaten since yeah. this yeah. entire time. For a whole week. Like. I bet Gourmet just had chips or some shit. Because he's always <laughs> just snacking. He's like, yeah, this is cool. He's great. That's, he, why he's he, named, that's why he's named Gourmet. Yeah. He had some YT chips. <laughs> so, uh, Sensui falls in the water and Yusuke taunts him before Sensui reappears. He exits the water, revealing that he's jacked as fuck and scarred to hell. Um, Kubara is just like, oh yeah, I guess that's all from all the fights he's been in. And uh, you see, he compares, you know, hitting Sensui's body to punching a tractor tire. And then Sensui's is like, I, no one's fucking done this to me. I did this to myself. And everyone's like, oh shit. <laughs> Wait, what do you mean, does it to himself? Uh, he like basically the result of his weird training is like what gave him all the like weird scars because mm-hmm. he's effectively like, I surgically scarred myself. I, I had I had this I, I had doctor just cut me up. Yeah, it's very it's very anime villain, you know, just like I did this to myself to become strong. It's very Hiei does that too. He's like I burnt my arm to punish it. It's like you did what? <laughs> you could have just said no. Time out. Yeah, I just walked into the doctor, but like fuck my shit up, and yeah. he just cut me. <laughs> I remember them never to have children. Yeah, fuck my shit up, fam. <laughs> scar anime scars you. What do you what you want? Can I get that anime scar? Yeah, I got you, fam. <laughs> So, uh, what do you guys think of the episode? I thought it was intense. Uh, man, I have to say, Sensui has, like, legs for weeks going on. With all those kicks. Never skip leg day. <laughs> oh, he skipped every leg day. He, But he is a... Uh, a ballerina. He is a shoujo side yes. character. Like, he is the sailor Jupiter of our time. Not Jupiter. He's the sailor... Jupiter's uh, tall Mars? No, but who's the who's the tall like later edition? Is it uh, is it Uranus? Yeah, Uranus. he's the sailor Uranus of like the of body proportions. Wait, how do you say Uranus? Okay, so the correct way in Greek, Uranus, but no one's gonna fucking say that. So no. Uranus, got it. <laughs> I got Wait, no. how, how how is like the not way to say Uranus? What is the... It's supposed to be like Uranus. 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 So it's like urine. Yeah, no, see, that makes it worse. That's why I'm just like, yeah, Uranus. 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 I hate someone to be More like Uranus. (laughs) To be fair, I hate someone to be like, it's Mars, Jupiter, Uranus, Mercury. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. I actually don't know the order of the planets now that I think about it. Oh, God, what is it? The sun, and then we go... My very educated mother just served us nine pizzas. Oh, Is pizza, pizza still a thing? Amazing, well, pizza's know. not a thing. My very educated mother just served us nine. nine. <laughs> or you could just memorize the Drake and Josh Planet song like, when he won the guitar. Do you remember it? Do you know it? No. But I think it's like, first Mercury, then Venus, then the Earth, or something like that. Then Mars, <laughs> then yeah. Jupiter, then Saturn? I was going to say, does the appearance of the Time. Sailor Scouts in any way yeah, correspond to the order in which they showed up? Then I'm like, no, because Sailor Venus showed up after all the other main ones, and like she should have been way earlier. To be fair, Sailor Moon shouldn't even be a thing, because she's not even a plant, she's a goddamn moon. Hey, what guess what? Her boyfriend... Earth, okay? Hey, there is. His name is Darian. Wait, really? Yeah, he's, uh, he's the Sailor of Earth. Well, is his name... Does he wear... Costume like that? No, I think his. I think they're like his name is like Prince Endymion or something like oh, that. Yeah, like which Damien. is Damien. They say Prince Damien. Yeah, and then Endymion is supposed to be like an ancient Greek. 
person who was related to the Earth in some way. Mm-hmm. Anyways, Yu Show, episode 86, The Difference Maker, a.k.a. Yusuke's Tough Battle, A Decisive Difference. I kind of like the first one. Difference Maker sounds like a coffee maker. <laughs> the Difference Maker. Oh, I was thinking more like, man, the, the new Extreme Mentos commercial is getting out of hand. <laughs> the Difference Maker. Fucking sensory just fucking kicking Yusuke through the chest. And then Yusuke just like lands on like a fucking bench that with wet paint and he's like, oh, I have a pinstripe suit now. No, better yet. Did you guys ever watch the old Mentos commercials? No, Mentos. Oh my god, Those look at that. Mints, right? Yeah, they were Coke? they were mints. You were not originally supposed to put them in Coke. That was something people discovered years later. <laughs> but originally, so Mentos is from Europe, which I didn't know until someone pointed out that all those commercials were European as fuck. And then dubbed over. Yeah, and d- uh. they don't, no one speaks. Uh. Uh, and then there's just a song. Uh, but like one of the commercials prominently features a dude like deciding to lay down on a bench that's covered in wet paint, but then he gets up, has a Mentos, and he's like, now it's a pinstripe suit, and it's yeah. like, Mentos. It's a fresh makeup. <laughs> yeah. Anyways. That's what Yusuke did. He got his ass kicked by Sensui. Ate one's like, ah, Mentos, the fresh maker. Yep. So, uh, the episode came out in Japan June 18th, 1994, and the US October 1st, 2005. Spooky. Uh, in this episode, the battle between Yusuke and Sensui continues, and Yusuke learns he is no match for the former spirit detective. And then a skeleton popped up. <laughs> As Sensui prepares the finishing blow, aid comes in the most unexpected package. It's David S. Pumpkins. Um, <laughs> fuck. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah. So, Sensui pulls out a spear ball from the lake. Making, I don't really understand that. <laughs> but, just, I need it from the lake, y'all. No, he just puts his hand up, and then all of a sudden, like a, oh, a ball of his energy comes uh, out of the lake. It's like, did you plant that earlier? <laughs> Maybe what? he just like was charging the lake earlier. It's very, it's very like cooking show. Where he's like, don't worry, I thought ahead. <laughs> um, basically, does he, that mean that sensor is Martha Stewart? He's just Any a child. number, yeah. He's, he's from the Bon Appetit woo! YouTube channel. <laughs> he, 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 I love like, Bon Appetit. I'm not gonna lie; they make the best shit. Mm-hmm. He, he, so he's, like, he's like the spirit bomb. I cooked for like five minutes. It's a good thing. Yeah, he throws it at him. Emerald, bam, <laughs> <laughs> bam. So basically, he pulls it from the lake, making sure it doesn't vaporize a moth that's flying behind him. So he cares about animals. That's very sweet. <laughs> He oh. lets it perch somewhere. Where did he see let it perch? Just like, like on the wall. I, no, I think I think the moth gets onto his finger for a while. He's like, oh. yeah, man, animals, baby. And then like lets the moth fly uh, away. He's like, you can just blow it off. He's like, one of yeah. those people. So. Yeah. He, uh, he's, he's, this is like kind he's of a, a long time, like, uh, <laughs> Japanese villain archetype. Like if you look at JoJo's Bizarre Adventure season two, the main villain like is falling from an incredibly high cliff, like basically off of like one of the Alps. And then he's like, oh no, I'm going to land on a flower. So he fucking pinballs himself across an entire valley to not hit the flower. And then he just lands and he's like, okay, didn't kill the flower. Time to laugh. (laughs) Yeah. Welcome to JoJo. Um, But yeah, so Sensui is in that long tradition of cars and cars-like figures. So Sensui charges up his battle aura and then releases a constellation of orbs around himself, of uh, Reiko Reshukens around him. He then combines them and kicks them into, uh, into a psychically movable barrage. So he basically has like a whole particle effect stream coming after Yusuke. He totally attacked on Titan that. The, they got thrown the... the oh yeah, the kind of. Except these are like movable in air. So this is like, hey man, what if you could shoot a shotgun point blank and then just keep it moving forever? And you can control it. Yeah. So uh, in the US, Yusuke compares this to gym class... 
and begins to dodge and duck all these shots and like what must have been an incredibly expensive shot he starts climbing on stalactites stalagmites i forget which one's which stalactites are the one that fall from the the ceiling slide might as soon as they fall from the ground i'm like is gravity different and i was unaware wow in the center of the earth movie yep uh, the wave continues. y'all. <laughs> the wave continues and hits Yusuke in the face, and then uh, batters the shit out of him as he limply dodges and gets knocked back into the air. Where Sensui climbs up a rock, tries to take Yusuke's back. Yusuke tries to aim a spirit gun at him, but Sensui grabs his arm, twists and twirls Yusuke's entire body so he can do a vicious spin kick into the air and Yusuke's like uh, on Yusuke's unde- undefended face. All this taking place in midair in the course of like five seconds. It's amazing. Welcome to anime. Welcome to really expensive Sakuga. I mean, they probably had money to blow. It's like, oh, we're almost done, all right? Put all the budget in this fight. Okay, let's go. <laughs> so the outside crew is like making these theories that the hole is closing because all the noise and energy um, is down. Yeah it's, yeah, it's like lowering. So it's like, but Genkai knows it's the opposite because she sell, smells more and more of the demon realm. So it's probably very stinky and gross, I'm assuming. It's almost like the calm before the storm. I can only assume it's musty. Y'all watch uh, Always Be My Maybe? I have it. I want to. Oh, this is totally unrelated, but I'm just imagining she's like, is that Parmesan? It's like, yeah, it's Parmesan. (laughs) (laughs) What what about the demon world where they just smell like Parmesan? Uh, I mean, Randall Park lives there. No worries. So you know. So you know. Whatever. Kim Jong Il. Oh fuck! I forgot. Like Kim Jong-il. I I have a very mixed relationship with my feelings with Randall Park. I really like him for some things and other things. I'm like, what are you doing? Uh, but you know about the guy that's on um, fresh off the boat, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Dude, that, that guy's a great actor. He is. Uh, Genkai estimates that they have less than 10 minutes left, which, you know, it's we're, we're, it's not Dragon Ball time, but it's close to Dragon Ball time. Yeah. It won't be like 70, ep- 70 episodes like in Dragon Ball, but it is still expanded pretty it's well. About, it's about 60 episodes. But, then, but don't they, like, run, the 10 minutes run out? And yeah, then, they, they do. Like, like within these episodes, and then but I think like, eh. I think they like, have 30 minutes of on-screen time for the 10 minutes, as opposed to Dragon Ball Z, oh Z God, which yeah. is like... 30 episodes for 5 minutes of the planet blowing <laughs> up. It's not like 24 where it's literally 1 hour per episode in a 24 hour period. Yes. It could be it could be like the tournament of power where every epi- it's a 45 minute tournament that lasts for 45 episodes. <laughs> God damn it. So, Quenma reaches the ruins of Game Master's like flat area in the cave and uh, says regarding the lampweeds in the US that this, this must be where they come to an end, and in Japanese, uh, they were scattered by an explosion. I actually kind of like the Japanese one more, because it accounts not only for them, like, ending there, but also just, like, why the fuck are they, like, so disturbed here? Uh, but it cuts back to the others, and Seaman watching the fight, hoping Yusuke is okay in the dust cloud, because he just got fucking ganged up on and blown up. Damn, he can't can a break. Yeah, so, uh, so I guess it's sensory reason number two. Was that supposed to mean? Uh, he's making that listicle of why he's gonna win. I got you the listicle, my favorite, my favorite thing. He, he works for BuzzFeed. <laughs> What's a listicle versus a list? Uh, listicle is like you have to click each page to go to the next thing to get oh, more yeah. ad revenue for a site. That's fucking bullshit. Yeah, since we was just like, yeah, Mentos, and that's that's where every other page gives you a pop up ad where it says your computer's a virus, or <laughs> that you need to get dick pills. Yes. Yeah, everyone needs dick. <laughs> or pills. guys, are you on Pornhub? Because I think no, Buzzfeed this is like doesn't possess- no, it's not Buzzfeed. It's like uh, websites that are like third tier Buzzfeed. Oh, okay. I gotcha. Okay. Well, yeah. the, the only answer on- your computer needs. Dick pills. <laughs> yeah, I just insert them into the, the disk drive. Yeah. Your the dick drive. Has a 
relative in Nigeria who's a prince. <laughs> yeah. Don't forget to I wish that me. was the case. I'd, I'd be super down for my computer being Nigerian. <laughs> um, everyone, everyone in Nigeria knows Kung Fu. <laughs> that was like my favorite. Was you know everybody in Ghana knows Kung Fu. Was it Ghana or was it? Yeah. Okay, it's it's some African country with a large film industry. There is straight it's up Ghana. Yeah. Okay. Anyways. So, uh, since we claims that Yusuke, Yusuke is bad at fighting multiple enemies, uh, from multiple angles, uh, because he's always, you know, just been in street fights or whatever. And then, uh, he gives another reason. He, he's like, oh yeah, uh, in, if we're comparing our energy, which is how I'm rationalizing this, and I think Megan is right, and I think the rest of us kind of surmise this, but I think Megan's very sure of it. In the Japanese version, <laughs> yeah, I, I made a hand gesture. Um, the Japanese version, he's like, yeah, if you're like a 10, I'm like a hundred, which is, you know, that's like threatening, but not that threatening. Sure. Meanwhile, in the US version, he's like, if you're like a fishbowl, I'm like the ocean, baby. <laughs> maybe it's, maybe he just meant his looks. It's yeah. like he's a 10 and Yusuke is, Yusuke is like, no, Yusuke is a 10, he's like a hundred. So like, didn't Kobara like come in with like a weird quip, like, well, what, which ocean? Not all oh. oceans are super big. <laughs> yeah. He's <laughs> like, is it the Atlantic Ocean? And then it's just like, ah, dog, this is not. <laughs> it's still a fishbowl. He fish tried. Bowl. He tried. Yeah. <laughs> he went a fishbowl in a swimming pool, y'all. Like, it's a... Yeah. And so I have my note here that says, was the strength he was talking about earlier physical? Which I think we've all surmised that is the case. Yeah. But it is confusing. Like, they're just kind of like, I'm strong, but how? I don't know. Yeah, and so when they go into just, like, another volley of fighting, he, he still just is, continues to beat the shit out of Yusuke. And his justification of why he's just winning at the end is, though there, the difference um, is that I fight with divine justice on my side, and justice kills. Wait, hold on. <laughs> I fucking love that line in the U.S. version. And justice kills! <laughs> It's like so a, cheesy. He's attorney. I love. Oh yeah, my god. Objection. <laughs> I fucking love kills. it. Uh, yeah, Yusuke decides to rush at the third wave of balls, and uh, in the U.S. version, he says sometimes a good defense is just kicking ass. Which oh, is- I thought he was gonna say kicking balls. <laughs> <laughs> that is a good defense. That is, that is also a good defense. Yes, in the Japanese one. I don't know you. Don't touch my pur- hands off my purse. Yeah. It, oh God damn it! In the Japanese version, uh, he says sometimes a good defense is is a good offense. You know the very traditional yeah. one. Yeah. So uh, Yusuke, ora ora ora, uh, and then he gives his own first reason, saying like for how he's going to beat Sensui, which is I'm unpredictable. He then jumps into that pool of water and starts swimming laps. Oh yeah, that was kind of weird. Sick unpredictability, dog. He's like my dog when it's excited. It's just like. It just, like, goes crazy, just, like, runs around a circle, or, like, like, I remember one time I came home, and I, like, jumped on the bed and started digging the bed, like, trying to dig a hole under the bed. I was like, what are you even doing? Oh, you know, he's just trying to be unpredictable. He's like, I beat a mind reader. He's like, I'm a wild card. You yeah. can't, you won't know what I'm about to do. So random. God. I mean, since he's, he's like, hey, I know what you're going to do. Um, and then Yusuke <laughs> jumps out of the water, he rips his shirt off, and then he wraps it around Sensu's arm, basically drawing him co- near him, and he just starts, like, pounding him, like, with his fist. With his fist. His, uh-huh. I didn't know became that kind of show. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, with a punch. Shirt. Just to clarify. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, I think, I think Yusuke then points out, like, oh, yeah, like, you, like, even though you fought a bunch of dudes at the same time, your style is clearly, like, you know, gentlemanly martial arts, mine's street fighting, like, while he's taking him to the ground and, like, wrapping up his arm and shit, which did, is pretty did, great. Does he sure you come then afterwards? No, no. 
So I learned that wet fabric um, is stronger than dry fabric from, mm-hmm. I think, Shanghai Noon. It was a Jackie Chan movie where he pees on his I shirt. I do remember that. And then he takes the shirt and wraps it around because he's stuck in jail with probably some white dude. And, like, he oh, takes oh, his oh, wet... Yeah, Owen Wilson. He, I think it's either that or Rush Hour, I can't remember. But he takes his shirt, he wraps it around the bars and, like, It's Shanghai Noon, it. I think. Yeah, and then he ties it, but the wet fabric, because it's so compete is stronger than dry fabric, so the metal bars actually bend. And, like, I know that may or may not be real, but, like, also, wet fabric is a lot harder to tear than dry fabric. I feel the principle is true. Yeah. I feel the relative strength of metal bars and pea-soaked clothes is not true. If but... it's a hollow bar, probably. Someone I don't call, think it uh, was, though. <laughs> yeah, someone needs to call Adam Savage so we can get this all sorted. Yeah, can we, can uh, we get a Mythbuster episode uh, on this? Yeah. I'm super down. It's like, but it has to be Jackie Chan's pee. And <laughs> he's like, like... Maybe his pee's stronger, just like he's stronger as a person. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, uh, yes. So we've uh, we we've contacted Jackie Chan. He will not give us his pee, but we have gotten a, another uh, Southern Chinese man to train for decades, and we have fed him the diet that we have discovered from Jackie Chan's blog, and uh, we have now gotten him to pee on these bars. And if that doesn't work, we have Gamer Girl pee on standby. <laughs> God damn it! Oh, let's never watch this episode of uh, MythBusters ever. There's a nightmare dimension where this exists. <laughs> Um, it's, it's like the TV show from Rick and Morty. The TV channels. So uh, Yusuke nearly knocks him out, and then Sensui's eyes change shape all of a sudden, and he looks up in malice, and suddenly he shoots a beam straight through Yusuke's kidney. Uh, turns out Sensui's arm is now a gun. Yeah, uh, that was kind of weird. Yeah. It then points out like the gun's name, Kikoju. <laughs> Hard key gun. Hey. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. If you watch this in Spanish, they always just like narrate the like the Japanese like titles. So it's just like hard key gun, but like you know in Spanish, obviously. I imagine some some random American like there's like hard key gun. It's like that, but like a dude speaking like very robotic sounding Spanish. Is it not the guy who does the narration? It's not the same. Dude. What the fuck? <laughs> it's really weird. You it's need like to... Yusuke comes in hard key gun. No, no, it's like a much more like pro- professor sounding voice. It's just oh. like. Oh, a uh, local Japanese professor, uh, Kikoju, hard key gun. It's, it's like they, they bring up his image like in a documentary. We asked this professor from... Picture in picture? From, yeah. uh, from Mexico, Mexico University yeah. what this means, hard key gun. Thank you, professor. Now back to the show. So, since we now has a different voice, a new look, and a new name, Kazuya, uh, the sense we everyone here besides Itsuki has ever talked to is actually a different dude named Minoru the Orator, which is not the same as Shinobu Sensui. I guess technically uh, Koenma has met Shinobu, but Koenma's not there yet. What's he even doing? He's uh, running there from Game Master's uh, exploded territory. <laughs> it's like, this, there's, there's like destruction. What happened here? I gotta keep moving. <coughs> Megan is dying slowly. Don't worry. I, I died like three episodes no, yeah, ago. Do you need your water? Yeah, oh, actually, oh, yeah. yeah. Actually, oh, that's water? Nope. Is it a cake shake? No. Damn it. Cake shakes are good, but, uh... Not good if you have a sore throat or anything. So Karama puts two and two together and realizes that Sensi has a total of seven different personalities. That's a lot. So Shinobu, um, that we mentioned before, is the original and main dominant personality, while the other six um, were created to deal with his mental break that he experience after he saw the feast of the human vices so this is like a flashback when he discovered like all basically all these silhouettes of naked demon being chained and tortured oh so it was um, uh, it was atsuki who told um 
Because Itsuki was there when he saw Sensei basically have his mind, like, destroyed. His whole world His innocence view, collapsed. His yeah. innocence. Well, from that day on, he, he was, was no, no longer, longer innocent. No longer innocent. So I mentioned the naked demon women thing because I had talked about it in a previous episode when they showed the flashback to the Feast mm-hmm. of Human Vices. It just showed torture. But this one makes it pretty clear that there was sex slavery going on as right. well. That's pretty bad. Yeah, yeah. Like, and what's interesting is I was rewatching some of the episodes recently with my girlfriend, and um, during one of the previews for like next on, mm-hmm. they showed the naked demon women in that version of it, but not in the actual episode. But then it comes back here, so it's very weird. The footage reuse slash non use. Uh, it is actually. I, yeah, because I swear I saw that image before. This and it isn't a replay technically because yeah. it's only in a preview. Yeah, it's very weird where they used it and decided not to use it. I wonder if it was a question of like how much can we get away with in this episode? Yeah, and so Atsuki reveals like you know with the kind of the different personalities and what they're like and how Kazuya is like the most violent um, and that he has in um, done terrible things including just killing babies just for funsies and we goes back to sensei he's just um stepping into yusuke's room the one that he did himself and how he is probably the one that comes out and does basically all the super violent dirty work um for sensei is it here where they mention the female altar I think they maybe mention it later, I think. But another thing that's interesting is when he stomps Yusuke's, like, when he stomps Yusuke's wound, the butterfly slash moth is actually, like, sitting on it. And this is to show, like, oh, yeah, Kazuya, while he is the same dude, is completely different personality, and he just wants people to fucking be dead. He doesn't care about preserving the Earth. He also has a gun for a hand, which makes him kind of badass. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Which, honestly, yes, the seven personalities thing, but also, but why? Why does this guy have a gun for, like, that's a physical characteristic that's, like, it's, like, split, right? Or, like, one half is a monster for some reason. They should like, really, they the should really get, yeah. make any sense. I mean, they show Sensui has the ability to materialize things later, so why not a gun hand? Sure, whatever. To be honest, they should have added a gun hand to Split. Maybe it would be a good movie, though. <laughs> okay. I don't like Split. I haven't seen it yet. I've been wanting to watch it. Yeah, he has a gun hand. He just, I don't know if Split no. I've seen. Glass, I have it. Oh, yeah, glass. They had a gun hand in that one. Oh, okay. Yeah, they all have gun hands. <laughs> yeah, Bruce was like, "It's like you know what, glass, time to die." <laughs> we should really ask, uh, you know, people at the de- the presidential debates, like what they think of gun hands and oh, uh, gun hand rights. What about chainsaw hands, like in C Lab? <laughs> god damn it! Oh my god, I haven't thought about that. Okay, so Kazuya then continues, uh, you know, Minoru's list and is like reason number four that I'm gonna waste you or something. He says like that. Says because you aren't off your gourd yet. I forget what he says in Japanese, but the U.S. version is very mobster. Gourd. It's yeah. number, number five. Uh, Burger King footloose. I don't understand that. Oh, you never saw it. It's like it's like um, that meme, like number twenty Burger King footloose. I have no you never idea. Saw that. Talking about. Anyways, I'll show, you, I'll show it after this episode. Uh, Kazuya starts shooting around Yusuke's major arteries and then crucifying him with bullets. Oh, God. Uh, in the U.S. version, at least he starts singing. Did he do that in Japanese? I forget. Uh, I don't remember him singing, so probably not. Yeah, so he says he hates being looked down on. Uh, Kazuya is about to decapitate Yusuke with his gun. <laughs> his uh, gun hand. Yeah, his gun hand. And then Koenma shows up and probably saves Yusuke's life by being like, Yo, sense we. Drop the gun hand. Oh, right. You can't do that. Yeah. <laughs> Shit. What did you guys think? <laughs> I thought it was intense, especially when Gun Hand came out. Yeah, that interesting twist with the seven 
the seven alternate personalities and stuff. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't know why. Maybe it's because I watched Sybil Young, but anytime there's something with the multiple personalities in this same fashion where like something traumatic happens, I automatically think of Sybil. I don't know. I know of Sybil. I don't know anything about it. Like, what is it about? So Sybil essentially was a real test, not test subject, but it was a, a real patient who, according oh. to the movie I watched, but she had a really, really, really traumatic tra- childhood. Um, with her mother and uh, a really abusive mother and um, so in order to cope with that she came up with like I think it's like 13 something oh yeah I read the book for that that was so interesting yeah I watched the movie when I was a kid and I was like oh my god yeah the um, book's even like, more fucked up they put like like her mom subjected her to so much like borderline sexual sexual and physical and mental abuse like she'd fill enemas with like oh, something like a like a like alcohol or something stinging right to clean her because like she wasn't like clean and like things like that there's there's a lot of really gross stuff i watched but essentially lesson or not lesson but something take away from that was that she created altars to protect herself mm-hmm. um so like they did studies on her and like interviewed her and things like that and they have a bunch of movies out um one was like the most Notable one is, I think, in, like, the 70s fictionalized, you know what I mean? Yeah, I wouldn't be su- um, <clears throat> I wouldn't be surprised if that was, like, so early and archetypical in people's understanding and misunderstanding of schizophrenia and associating with multiple personality disorder that people are like, yeah, we'll just b- base a lot of popular culture stuff on misunderstanding this thing that happened. Yeah, and, like, this, what, how his um, formation of the alternate reality or alternate personality is so close to what that is. I wonder if that was influenced. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. Because it does predate it. Yeah. Um, yeah. By a lot. By a decent amount. Yeah, no, that's what I was thinking too. And when I first read the book, uh, my mom was listening on like an audio tape. It was like, what is it? Like, I listened to it for like an hour. I was like, what are you listening to? What kind of story is this? Oh, this is based on a true story. It's like, what? This lady like literally existed? Yeah. It was really, fu- really fucked up. But it's, man. It's dark. It's something you learn in like rudimentary mm-hmm. psychology 101 like kind of thing. Um, yeah, it, it was really messed up. But no, that's the first thing that came to my mind. Oh, it's like that one lady. Yeah. I can't remember what the name of that was. Sybil. S-Y-D-I-L, I think. Yeah, that was the weird-ass book. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's kind of dark, but... uh. No, I mean, I'd, I'd be curious to know more about it because I do think it would inform some of like what was done here. Mm-hmm. Um, what's interesting, uh, some other, I guess, relations to other uh, Tagashi works, uh, Hunter Hunter... There's a character who looks remarkably similar to Sensui that while they do not have multiple personalities, um, they have, like, a crew of people who hang around them that, like, that person is seen as blank in personality and a number of fans have argued that there's a parallel between them and Sensui because basically they're filled in in personality by the crew that they keep around them. But do they... But what, does one of them have a gun hand? Actually, one of them has gun fingers. Alright, so, so yeah, that's confirmed canon. The Frankenstein-looking dude. Oh, 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 oh. Yeah, he has gun fingers. Please tell me Gingers. Name, please tell me his name is Frank, Frank and Gingers. No, it's it's Frank and something. Frank and Gingers. Yeah, Frank, Frank and Gingers. I, I'm probably going to be corrected where someone's like, no, it is this other German-esque name. <laughs> Frank is not even in it. Like, yeah. It's Al Franken. It's Al Franken. It's Hans Gruber. Yeah. <laughs> and Frank. Oh, uh, but oh. And Franklin, that was not a good joke to make. God damn it. So, uh, episode 87, Power Between the Teeth, uh, Koenma, primed with the Mafukan, uh, and, oh yeah, I said both of them, Jesus Christ, I'm apparently losing my mind, but released June 25th, 1994, and October 8th, 2005, god damn it, 
As Itsuki explains more about the bizarre sense, Koenma prepares to use his most powerful weapon to create a barrier that may stop the demons from flooding living world. May or will not? <laughs> Only knows? time will tell, my friend. <laughs> so the episode starts with Sensei about to finish off Yusuke, uh, but Yusuke apparently charged up secretly a big spirit gun um, and released it just in time um, with Kuenma serving as a great distraction. And the US version is that the str- the shot was strong enough that it would have killed Toguro. Um, then after that, Yusuke pretty much used all his energy, so he's super exhausted. And um, Kawanma is trying to threaten Sensui, saying that he's got to stop and he's going to stop him. And Kuzuya, who's had taken over Sensui, is like, uh, he doesn't know anything about Kazuya or who he is now. Um, Krama, watching from the Izuki's territory, kind of puts it all together. Um, that the seven that Maruta had, that Maruta read, um, whose mind was it? It was Sensui's mind where he's like, seven yeah. of us. So the seven of us that Maruta actually found out about wasn't the seven other psychics like Gourmet or Sniper. Seven. It was actually... <laughs> what? <laughs> or Seaman. Oh, uh, Seaman. <laughs> Seaman. Oops, I forgot about him again. <laughs> it was actually... <laughs> it was actually Sensi's seven personalities. They then kind of get into talking about what each of the personalities' role was. Can we refer Sensui's the Sensui Seven? Uh, actually, yeah, yeah, the the psychics are normally referred to as the Sensui Seven. Really? Yeah, Damn. um, in, like, fan stuff. So, yeah, guilt was handled by, uh, Kazuya because he doesn't care about morality. Uh, Minoru was built for deception because he can just, you know, he can convince people to join them. Uh, each moral crisis was solved by sharding off another personality to remain pure in and of himself. Yeah, Itsuki mentions that he was in love with Shinobu and Naru, who Naru being the female personality. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, those are the only ones who I think are given names. Yeah. All the others are just there. Imagine loving yourself so much that you create another personality so you can love them even <laughs> harder. Um, I thought I was like, this is actually weirdly progressive for something... That it hasn't to this point been progressive at all. Yeah, um, how everyone's just like instantly like, yeah, dude, the other personalities are real, and that one is legitimately a woman. Yeah, but then with the exception of Kubar, Kubar comes in like, what the fuck? <laughs> what are you talking about? Um, out of pretty much nowhere, but I don't know when when, when one of the personalities has a gun arm, it's kind of like, eh. <laughs> I, I'm kind of worried a bit, so... You are valid, but you're also trying to, to destroy the world, so... Wait, do you guys know what Kazu's uh, gender is? It's gun. It's gun. gun. Mr. Gun. Yeah. Uh, but Koenma acknowledges that Kazuya is real, which is actually, like, really cool, um, mm-hmm. as we as we mentioned, you know, because, like, this formulation, it's happened at obviously a deep enough level that there are physical changes. Um... But I think that's kind of symptomatic of Quenma just accepting all of them as real and, like, saying that, like, he's basically, like, treating Shinobu as, like, I fucking did this to you. Mm-hmm. Like, and, like, I'm taking responsibility by acknowledging that all this stuff is, one, my fault, and two, real. Uh, and Shinobu says he, I mean, Kazuya relays that Shinobu doesn't fucking want to talk to Koenma, because, yeah, why would you want to? Who who want to talk to Koenma to begin with? A number of people. He's a pretty man. Uh, Koenma says it's not too late, to which Kazuya denies as the portal is about to open. Mm-hmm. 
So, um, the Mofukan, aka Kwanama's pacifier, turns out to be strong enough to hold us class demons, and Kwanama's been feeding his spirit energy to the Mofukan for eons. So um, then Mufikin was getting the good suck then. Yes. <laughs> oh, damn it. <laughs> um, the spirit suck. Yeah. Kalama continues trying to talk to one of like the personalities inside Shinobu or Sensui, imploring him to consult and everything, saying that surrendering and torment are your only um, choices. And obviously, Kazuya's like, fuck that. I'm going to have a psychic conference with the others and everything. And isn't there like a kind of like an inner montage of like Sensui's in different colors? Or something? I think on this one, they don't. Oh, I think okay. they just it's show just him like lines. having his eyes kind of go into the back of his head and closing his eyes. And then he comes oh. back later. He's like, we all said you suck. <laughs> <laughs> I imagine like the, it just goes to a conference room with all, all Sensui's sitting like, Hats and wigs and different clothing. <laughs> or that in Split, I think. Oh, God damn it. <laughs> Another movie that are very accurate it's on. like, here's the meeting agenda today, guys. Like, Should we, we get... not, A, not kill Yusuke, and B, not destroy the world? And everyone's, everyone's like, all in favor? No, you raise your hand. All for, uh, all, all against, aye, aye, aye. Alright, that settles it. Good, 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 uh, good meeting, guys. Let's go kill him. I think he legitimately had the meeting, but it also could be taken as just him being like, I'm gonna consult the others. He goes in, he's like, doesn't bother them. He's like, yeah, they all said fuck you. <laughs> and then it's like, hey guys, They're like, no, 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 me, uh, no. Like, okay, that's good. That's good, whatever. I mean, either way, from this point, from previous, like, it or, er, from what we see of Kazuya, like, honestly, it wouldn't be surprising if he was like, yeah, 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 let me check, let me check. I am the manager. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you guys. So, Kwenma has a mini flashback recounting Sensui's life and what happened to him that fateful night. He talks about, you know, Sensui being a child prodigy. And, uh, yeah, in the, in Sensui's flashback, uh, oh no, U.S. Sensui in the flashback says, is a war waged against evil, but the evil is within. Uh, mm-hmm. Just kind of like hinting at like, oh yeah, like Sensui was someone who was like madly in love with the idea of justice, and then when he realized humans can be like full of shit, he like turned on humanity. Uh, Quinma in both versions says he's going to be trapped with Sensui if Sensui resists to make up for his part in all of this, uh, which seems like a weird short short sighted decision because Quinma is immortal while Sensui would die. Yeah. <laughs> Kawama would just be like chilling, trapped forever. <laughs> I feel like Kawama also is prone to dramatics. So yeah, he's like, he's... I saw Tagoro do this one time. <laughs> Let me. He does wear a cape, so that's pretty telling. <laughs> that's true. That's true. Oh man, so you know how they're like fedora guys? I wish they were cape guys, just because it's like, man, you're a weird stereotype. I did not know were real. You know what? I'm gonna make it a thing. I'll be a cape guy and. I'll no. hatch. I'll hatch brilliant plans with my pacifier. Well, then you also have to like damn yourself for eternity if you fuck up. It's fine. It's not like it's not like I don't do that already. Damn. Uh, so since we, yeah, since we, it said I wrote since we is deny the request because they came out and they're like, yeah, everyone says fuck you. Uh, Kuenma goes to use the Mafukan and uh, you know he's starting to say Mafu, and then uh, Yusuke stops him at that moment. Um, he, he actually was trying to say mafu fucker, ma, mafu. Uh, no, nope. forget it. Now yeah, that didn't work out. 
<laughs> so basically when Yusuke is now up and about and Sensei guesses that he was able to heal himself using Genkai's spirit wave technique. And so Yusuke likes... He's basically pissed. He's like, you know what? I don't give a fuck about the portal. I just want to kick your ass <laughs> and save the day. So he points out, like, Kazuya isn't up to the job, and he'd rather um, um, take take on take on someone else. So he basically like up. He basically uh, liquefies Kazuya's inside and nearly breaks his own arm. Yikes. Oof. And Kazuya begs to stay out, he's trembling, um, and then suddenly uh, Sunsui's face almost takes on a zombie-like appearance, and it's blank, almost as if it's detached and is reborn into the world. Aww. And which who shows up is Shinobu, who says, hello, my name is Shinobu, it's an honor to meet you. <laughs> And Japanese version, he just simply says, it's nice to meet you. And that he reveals that it's been months since Shinobu, the main personality, has been out. Um, Shinobu, a.k.a. Um, Sensei, reaches out to shake his hand, but Yusuke just tries to punch it. Um, <laughs> Which was a fucking mistake, it turns out. Yeah, because then his arm nearly gets... Um, broken and then his kidney gets stepped on and he basically and since he starts poking him with the gun again yeah, he's, he's still with the gun hand because that transformation hasn't finished so he punches him with the gun hand too yeah. take this. and so Shinobu tries to shake his hand again while Yusuke's on the ground does he shake the gun hand? <laughs> that'd be amazing but no it's the other hand <laughs> just shoots him oh my arm sorry I go up prematurely sometimes and Shinobu doesn't see himself as ha- having any faults. He's completely guiltless in terms of what everything has happened. Um, he's remorseful about the actions that his other personalities have done, but he's accepting of the consequences. But he himself is like, he didn't do anything. So I'm actually still a little confused about this part. Mm-hmm. The fact that Sensei meets Yusuke for the first time here. Who was the main personality that we've been seeing this whole time? Minoru. 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 Yes. Okay, okay. It's been Minoru, like, every time you've seen since we just talking with dudes. But, like, Minoru's, like, nice to animals? Like, oh, so nice to animals. So nice yeah, to them. I mean, like, I mean, is that Minoru? I think like... probably most of them are nice animals with the exception of Kazuya. Oh, okay. Yeah. But to be fair, he just, like, shooting stuff with his gun arm, so maybe he just, like, practiced so much as, like, he just used to kill an animal. Yeah, he couldn't, he couldn't just waste the opportunity to, like, you know, show off a little bit. I mean, Yeah. Just, just like randomly shoot nails. Oh, hey, how's it going, guys? Uh, yeah, so, um, US Yusuke then kind of pay- plays off the uh, fake power slash curveball line. You mean USK? <laughs> yes. USK? By saying that this was, uh, that he was sensing, uh, like, when he was saying that, like, oh, I feel there's a fake power to Sensui, or I feel like that this guy's all about the curveball, he's basically saying, like, oh, this is the power that's actually been behind the facade. And Sensui's eyes start glowing yellow, and he starts laughing his ass off in a very evil villain laugh uh, while the golden aura comes up. Uh, and in the episode preview, uh, it says, I've been calling Sensui's secret a curveball, but a cannonball is more accurate. Well, yeah, that's kind of cool. Uh, yeah, so what do you guys think of the episode? Thought it was a good battle so far. Yeah. Especially Mr. Gunarm. Ah, Mr. Garm. Garm. <laughs> 
Um, but Marvel yeah, Sutra. yeah, I think we'll probably talk about this more later, but like, I, I think if we looked at the timelines of when this episode came out, it feels like this is almost like a commentary on the Super Saiyan thing that was happening in Dragon Ball. Just because, like, the first time Super Saiyan happened, he was mm-hmm. like, you have to be a fully pure person devoted to justice for the world. Um. And it's just like, oh, who else is that? Uh, <laughs> but, like, actually, like, trying to kill all human beings. Shinobu Sensui. He even has the blue eyes in certain shots, which is weird because he clearly doesn't in other shots. I thought that was, that was an interesting interpretation. Like, I don't remember that really in the manga. But it, the fact that it's like he's... The original personality, the one that was who is innocent and protective, and they give him like the Bambi eyes to signify, Bambi eyes. yeah, that like oh, I didn't do anything. It was <laughs> <the others. laughs> I'm a good boy. I'm sensory. <laughs> exactly. Ignore my gun arm. <laughs> I'm I'm trying to. Oh, I wish I could do a good impression of his Japanese voice because I was gonna say like Yoroshikune. He's like brother. No, <laughs> goddamn it, brother. Kill thy. Um, <laughs> Yeah, no, I, I really like that episode. I, I like the revelation about, like, what the different personalities are for, like, why they exist. Mm-hmm. I really like Sensui, and we'll talk more about that later. I think he's a lot more interesting of a character than Taguro, who I already really like, not as a person, but as a character. Right. Your best friends with him. I saw you going out to the... Yeah, man, me and my hyper-problematic friend, Elder Tuguro, uh, younger Taguro. Yeah, go- <laughs> well, you're friends with them, too. I see you at the faux restaurants. Yeah, super jacked elder, <laughs> super jacked younger Taguro. It's like the, this, this, uh, this foe is going to be getting one hundred twenty percent more delicious. It. Oh yeah, and when I went to the Yuhaku Show Cafe, they didn't have the uh, Taguro dessert. That was the giant Sunday. I was very sad. Uh-huh. Um, Did they run out? Uh, no, they had switched up the menu. Like now, it was a different set of desserts. I think we got like a Yusuke one that was like a matcha ice cream with some other stuff mm. yeah the score one's weird a giant burly that comes out and just punches you in the stomach <laughs> like it's like the waiter pants is like all jacked up he just like punches you in the stomach and returns back he, to the he then says that he'll either kill you or you can join his creamery and serve him for life so I just found out speaking of cafes and Yu Yu show things um I just found out J-World closed down what is J-World? J-World is um Jump World. It was like a, oh, a jump, yeah. jump theme park. Yeah. Oh, man. In Ikebukuro, it closed down. Are they opening a new one? Or did no, just I think they're, That's sad. they're opening a different type of park, but I don't know why it closed down, but it closed down like November-ish. It was there when we went. Oh, yeah, okay, but... so after you guys were there, I think it closed down pretty soon after that. It sucks. So. What did they have there? Is that where they had that One Piece thing? Yeah, they had a One Piece thing. They had uh, mostly interactive games, lots of places where you can just take cute pictures of Dragon Ball Z characters, like, in different poses. Like, um, what is that guy's pose where he's, like, face down and, like, this, t- I don't know. Is it I, I don't know what you're talking about. Like, like, the fusion? No, 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 no. There's like a you went down these. Stairs. Oh, Yamcha. Yamcha. Oh my god, you could, the Yamcha you could dead, be dead pose. Oh, right. they even have a picture of how you're supposed to pose. <laughs> that way you can pose that way exactly. Um, but like, yeah, there's a lot of tasty pictures and just eat. There's a little cafe too. Um, do you get do a tension on one where you lose your arm? <laughs> <laughs> do you get to be a little clown man who blows himself up? Yes, that's yeah, absolutely. That's you can ride absolutely. a Nimbus. That's cool, but is it only if you're pure of heart? No. You yeah. fall, it's, you, it's only if you have enough money if to pay the fare. Uh, pure of heart. Well, pure anymore, not anymore, though. Yeah. <laughs> R.I.P. Right. On to episode 88. It's a lucky the number. The true face of Sensui, or in the Japanese, Sensui, Sacred Energy Unleashed. I'm just glad it's on episode 44. That sounds and... like a fucking Dragon Ball Z movie title. 
Sacred energy unleashed. <laughs> the, the plan to eradicate the Yu Yu show. The episode aired in Japan on July 2nd, 1994, and was released in the U.S. on October 15th, 2005. Um, basically, what happens in this episode is that Koenma's tactics have saved Yusuke for now. But Yusuke won't allow the prince of the spirit world to use his pacifier. While they discuss their next move, the terrible gateway between demon world and living world opens. Ooh, scary. Mm, so it starts out with the aura um, that Sensei has is being gathered again, and Yusuke comments that it's making his head hurt. Um, Koenma wakes up from getting punched out, um, only to be surprised that Yusuke... Sensei is using the Sekakui. Sekoki. Sekakui. Yeah, So it's called Sacred Energy. Sacred Light Energy. Yeah. It's literally Sacred Light Energy. I'm a dumb guy. No, no, no. Japanese. Yubaka. Oh my god. No, yeah, it's literally Sacred Light Energy, but in the US they just call it Sacred Energy. It should have been Big Light Energy. God damn it. So, in the, both the Japanese and U.S. versions um, clarify that Genkai was an, unable to use this type of energy since it takes an inherent desire to improve the world around you. And guess what she doesn't have? <laughs> that inherent need. Yeah. <laughs> that sense of altruism. <laughs> like, Genkai rules, but she is not a goody-two-shoes by any means. She is true neutral. <laughs> So Yusuke's punches can't even penetrate Sensui's aura, and apparently um, it takes about 40 years of training just to spread out over seven people in order to gain that aura. Yeah, it takes 40 years to gain Seikoki, and then like they're like, well, how did you do it in 10 years? He's like, what's 40 divided by seven, baby? Oh, yeah. Oh, so each of his own personality basically trains so he can get this level of power. I do not understand that because it's Shonen only one. algebra, baby. It's only one physical body and just... But anyway, it, could be it like is Go- what it is. It's kind of like Goku where it's like, I spent all my life learning the Kamehameha wave and Goku does it in like five seconds. <laughs> did you Did you guys watch uh, Fullmetal Alchemist Brotherhood? Yes. Yeah. Like the yeah. part near the ending where he's like, yeah, we've been devising this plan between me and hundreds of thousands of dead Persian people oh, for years. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I see. R.I.P. I think it's like that. Dead stand in for Persian people for years. <laughs> and that's the plan when they turn the, the girl into the dog, right? Oh. No. <laughs> the plan. Yes. I think they would have come up with a better plan. I'm going to put it out there. <laughs> it's, it's like it cost me 100,000 100, dead people, but... We're going to turn this girl into a dog. Oh, oh only one girl, one girl and one dog. That, that's it. Uh, <laughs> but I thought ahead. Um, <laughs> we catches... Oh, yeah. So Sensui then catches Yusuke's arm. And then he's just, like, kind of looking at it and then just fucking breaks it. God. Like, as if... Like, le- it would take me more energy to break a toothpick than it took him to just break Yusuke's arm. He's like, oh, yeah, what's up? Yeah. Yeah. Did it, it, and it showed that inside thing on X-Ray, right? Oh, yeah, it showed a sick oh, Mortal yeah. Kombat style God, X-Ray. The Japanese gotta stop doing that with their enemies. Um, I, okay, I'm not sure of this, but I think the first instance I can think of that is a martial arts movie from the late 70s called The Street Fighter, mm-hmm. which... The Street the Fighter. The Street Fighter. It's not related to Street Fighter in any way. But so there's Van a part, isn't in it? Yeah, there's a part where he punches a guy and they switch it out with a black and white shot of a <laughs> medical fucking skeleton oh, that he then punches in the <laughs> face and it just explodes. <laughs> and then they go back to normal vision and that guy dies. 
I love that movie. It also That's features really a part cool. where a dude uncensored rips a dude's balls off. Oh, <laughs> so well, like, like clearly it's a prosthetic, but, but he like, just still. yeah, and then he just like has it in like a he has it in like a fucking uh, thing of cloth and then throws it off screen. It's the worst movie. I love it. <laughs> you know, un- un- kind of related, but when my uncle, uh, I guess my cousin worked for the NYPD. Oh no! And that, and that actually happened to a guy on PCP. Jesus Christ! He just, it ripped his balls off and threw it at him. This got Christ. too real. Anyways, uh, NYPD, uh, they're hi- they're recruiting. Go to NYPD.com <laughs> if you want to work. Gov. <laughs> Dot, uh, dot no, edu. The, they, 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 yeah, dot edu.com. They weren't allowed to website. Actually, you know, dot triple X is now a thing, and given what just happened there, dot triple X. Oh, right. Wait, what? what dot, like dot XXX? Yeah, but what happened to where? Uh, the ball throwing oh, that right. he just described. <laughs> yeah. What is you, you, tried to block, you tried to block it out. Is a recruitment website have filled with the... Uh, you could have uh, balls thrown at you. Patrick Cousin Uncle? Uh, Patrick's cousin uh, uncle. Uh, that, that's his name. Anyways, Patrick's cousin uncle. Since he's about to catch the pacifier, but Yusuke throws it out. I was trying to interpret what you meant. I don't know no. what the fuck I meant there. Basically, he tosses it to his foot, doesn't he? Oh yeah, he catches it with his uh, foot yeah, or something. Yeah, and so um, in the U.S. version, Shinobu hints at Yusuke's plan. In the Japanese version. Um, he says, you don't want to diet, do you? And basically, Yusuke reveals to Kuenma that he's basically close to the best world, the world's best strategy for kicking ass. And, like, everyone else in, um, is surprised. Um, Kobara is surprised to see Hiei's in a cold sweat. And Hiei basically says that Sensui's strength is of an S-class demon now. It's, like, even rarer in the demon world. Um, Sensui points out that in the human world, he can safely hold his power, and he says, it's like flowers and trees and insects and animals. I just want to destroy human beings, so, like, that common anime trope. Yeah. Save the flowers, save the animals, kill the people. It's overpopulation, (laughs) that's the issue. You know, you know, leave the gun, take the cannoli, you know, you know, it works. Cannoli? Yeah. Yeah, from The Godfather. <laughs> Anyways, uh, so in the U.S. version, Yusuke says, then we both have something in common because, oh yeah, no, uh, Sensui's like, yeah, I hate all human beings, and then Yusuke's like, we have something in common, I hate you. <laughs> Wee! Wow! <laughs> uh, asked for the Mafikon back, but Yusuke says he doesn't have it because Sensui snatched it at some point, which we didn't fucking see because either he's too fast or they didn't want to animate it. Uh, so Swensu- Just trust us. Yeah. He smashed it. Sensui's now holding his hand and Quen was like, cool, perfect. And then he fucking shoots the Mafukan beam at it to like activate it in Sensui's hand. Um, yeah, in the Japanese version, interesting note, Quenma mentions having used the Mafukan twice before, but it's the first time on a human, which makes me wonder yeah. what existential threats there were in the distant past that he had to use it. Next mm-hmm. season. Next season. He's like, oh, all the plague rats from the Black Plague are in one place. Ah! <laughs> I was imagining him, like, his shirt's all ripped off, like, Goku, like, in the, the Frieza fight, and then shooting a beam at it. Oh, my God. I was thinking more like uh, Master Roshi's master during the ancient fight with uh, Piccolo Daimyo. Yeah, that's, that's, yeah, that, that. Anyways, uh, the Mafikan shockwaves are breaking apart stones and dissolving demons as they even hit it, as they even hit them, and Sensui grabs hold of the pacifier and starts to contain the energy, and he basically, while screaming, redirects the energy into the ceiling, causing a massive hole to form in the middle of Mushiori City. That hole will be used. TMI. 
in the civilians um, in Yushori City are like, hey, what the hell is that an earthquake? In one of them apparently has Yancha's voice actor. In the U.S. version, the US yeah. Version. Um, and then the blast of energy is so strong it actually goes up into space. Um, the city people rush around the hole and um, someone says that all that's down there is an enormous series of caves leading out to Demon's Door Cave. Um and then Shizuru... Wait, really quick. That is said by two different people, separated by about ten seconds. Uh-huh. So one of them was like, oh, that's down there. There's an enormous series of caves leading out to Demon's Door Cave. And then, like, other people talking, and someone else is like, oh, that's down there. There's an enormous series of caves leading out to Demon's Door Cave. I feel like maybe so the, the ADR director did not realize he gave the same line to two <laughs> to different, different people. people. Yeah. <laughs> he just kept it. It's amazing. I <laughs> did notice Tommy was like, did they just repeat themselves? <laughs> and I was like... I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> it could be worse. Like, one of them could have said, this hole was made for me. Oh, God. <laughs> Shizuru senses that, hey, something really bad is going on, and that she and Keiko need to get the hell away from this. <laughs> and, um... I don't... What made them... What made them think about that? Was it the giant fucking explosion through the, the, the floor? I love how they don't warn anyone either. Like, hey, guys, you might want to get back. They're, like, walking in the opposite direction of everyone, like, trying to look at the hole. Like, <laughs> it's like, let's see it. Come on. They're just thinking natural selection. It is what it is. <laughs> Fuck it. We'll just get the dragon balls and revive everybody. It'll be fine. <laughs> oh, shit. Wrong show. Wrong show. In the U.S. version, um... Like, Sensui is trying to kill um, Kuenma for what has happened and everything. And in the Japanese version, Sensui says that the Mufuken doesn't work on the sacred energy users because it resonates so well with spirit realm techniques. So I'm guessing it's because spirit realm techniques is so on level with sacred energy they're kind of like more like complement each other i think that's the case but this adds like a layer of complication that didn't need to be there so i understand why they eliminated in the u.s version yeah because it like it goes against the later statement regarding the like i had to weaken you Mm -hmm. in order to get this to work or i mean you could see them as complementary things but only if it's just like even with the compliment, like, it was still really difficult. Plus, I had to get you to revive a child. Yeah. So, um, basically, Yusuke still has his plan, but Karama identifies that it's similar to what Kuwabara was planning when he was fighting, when, like, Yusuke was fighting younger Tagoro, so some dark tournament stuff. And then oh, Yusuke has to say, make my death count. And, like, um, in the U.S. version, Karama's like, except that Sensui won't be faking, and that's won't be faking is what Hiei says. Basically, yeah. they know what's up, and they are guessing that Yusuke's gonna do the whole, <laughs> and it basically ends with, can he accomplish in death what he could not in life, and so. I wonder how many eulogies have ended with that. How Can he accomplish in death what he could not in life? That's Find out on the next episode of like, this guy's life. <laughs> it's like the Dragon Ball fucking closing song. That's a pretty depressing, depressing like eulogy. Like that's how you want people to remember you. Like yeah, they I, didn't do much in but life. Maybe they could do more when they're dead. <laughs> yeah, man, I'm adding that to my eulogy. I'm putting that in my will. You um, gotta maybe say this. You could have done more. Yeah. No, just like, yes, he should be an inspiration to us all, but I'm gonna end, end this with, y'all should really fucking do what he said. Come on, please, guys. Can you also write into the world that somebody goes to you, but like, no, nothing personal, kid, and pushes over your casket? Why not? 
Yeah, so what do you guys think of the episode? Pretty good. I like this episode a lot. Mm-hmm. It was good. Yeah. I'm a fan. Um, it's all right. Okay. I, I do, yeah, as I mentioned, I really kind of get why they took that line out for the U.S. version. Because, mm-hmm. like, while it could be done well, they didn't in the Japanese version. So it just makes sense to simplify it. Yeah. But, yeah, it was a pretty good episode. I kind of... I was kind of, like, on edge with that Mafuki, and I was like, oh, man, it's going to kill him. And I was like, oh, it doesn't do anything. Oh, yeah, man. That was that was fucking killer when I was watching it back in the day, like, and it was week to week, because mm-hmm. I had to spend a week being like, what's it going to fucking do? And then it's like, it didn't do shit. <laughs> didn't do nothing. Yeah, it didn't really do anything. I was like, oh, all that time, all that mystery. Classic anime trope. Big, powerful attack does nothing. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, on to the next episode, 89, Death of a Spirit Detective, a.k.a. Foreboding, When Everything Comes to a Halt, July 9th, 1994, slash October 22nd, 2005. Man, that's some weird, uh, that's some, is that the, the birth and death date? Yeah, why not? It, yeah, it, was, it was 11 years old. Oh. R.I.P. R.I.P. episode 89. Uh, filled with rage, Kuwabara watches helplessly as Yusuke struggles in battle against Sensui. He manages to free Kurama and Hiei, but it appears Yusuke Yurameshi is doomed. I actually can say, despite yeah. all Korbar's rage, he's still just a rat in a cage. Yeah, why not? Yeah. <laughs> so the episode begins with basically everything is falling apart, mostly the cave. Kawanma's spirit, fighting spirit, he's pretty much almost given up, and Sensei's looking confident as ever, um, but Yusuke is still down to fight, even though it pretty much is a losing battle at this point. Um, back in Tsuhi's territory, Kubara is pretty much in denial that Yusuke is going to sacrifice himself because he doesn't think it's his Yusuke's style to leave um, the big fight up to everyone else and give up his own life. Yeah, he's a showman for attack. He should be the one doing the fight after everyone dies. Exactly. Seriously, they're messing up the formula here. Hey, man. Yu Hakusho messes up the formula a lot. He has a living mom. Uh, he dies in the first episode. <laughs> yeah, we, we can skip the next two points because they're kind of just flashback points from the last episode. Next thing you're going to tell me that he doesn't have any useless any useless uh, cohorts. Mm-hmm. Hey, they're all useful at various points. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. And so basically, Busuke is going to pull. Did you say Busuke? Not Busuke. Busuke. And that he knows that Spiting Sunsui isn't going to stop the Spite. demon tunnel from opening, and it's not going to stop the demons from taking over the human world. But he doesn't really give a shit. He just wants to um, beat Sunsui in this one. Yeah, since Shinobu. Shinobu. <laughs> it, well, you can just say Sensui. We all know who Sen- we Sensui. 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 It's been a long day. <laughs> it's the water hermit, yeah. It's the enduring water hermit. And Koenma tries to stop Yusuke being like, you know, it's just not worth it. But, I don't know, Koenma's kind of on the ground. He's not really, <laughs> do- he can't really, he can't even lift himself up, much less stop Yusuke from fighting. Um, Kuvar is just begging Yusuke to stop. Um, but he can't really actually do anything because he's still trapped. And it goes back to, basically... A flashback to Yusuke and Kubar's youth. Um, a lot of it, which which pretty much is like Kubar challenging Yusuke to fight that he keeps losing. Um, his Kubar's friends ask him like, "Hey, why do you just keep on doing this?" Um, and Kubar he says, "They don't understand. It's not about winning. It's about." Honor and bonds and identity. And the English line, which I really liked, is that 
you always gotta be there. You, you're a meshy. Don't you get it? If you're not, then who am I? And that line just brings on tears for days. For a second, I thought that I, I, I like caught that in the corner. Of my eyes. I thought that said tears for fears. Tears for like, days. I was like, why is that? All band? around me are familiar <laughs> faces. That, that should have been what's. Oh, let's make an AMV together, guys. That should are be what's playing during this. Are those still a thing? No, they're not. But let's make there one. I remember every AMV when we were kids had scars, mm-hmm. like the pattern or the open, or um, what's the other one? Like uh, crawling, crawling in the dark, Limp Bizkit, did it for the Nookie, uh, half of DDR songs. <laughs> uh, I didn't. Oh, I actually did one years ago for Invader Zen with Mister Wonderful. Uh, I get the feeling every time I kiss. Uh, Cas- <laughs> Cascada, yes. Is that her? That's how you say Cascada? I, I, I'm guessing. I thought it was Cascade. You guys, <laughs> you guys are probably right. I don't know. Um, but yeah, Shizuru uh, feels Kobara's heart is breaking. Uh, to which, who wrote this? Oh, that was me. <laughs> I was like, you know that meme in the the ladies in the car. She's like. Sipping um, something? Yeah, she's something just like, bitch, me too, the fuck? <laughs> like, my heart's breaking too. <laughs> so, so Yusuke and Sensui are having a standoff, but they're not fighting. They're just staring at each other. And you can hear Amog in um, Sensui's head, he's hesitating, but he doesn't know the reason why he is. And Itsuki's like, come on, Shinobu, fight him, end it. Um... And he reveals to the trapped, um, to the trapped heroes that the reason why he has them in his territory isn't because they they have a chance of actually defeating Sensei. It's because they could run off with Yusuke and come back later um, when they become stronger in order to do damage control. He was worried about them getting to the hyperbolic time chamber, basically. <laughs> yes, basically. <laughs> yeah, um, so basically then Matari brings up how Kurobara, um is like was able to cut up cut up his territory with his sword in order to save his friends and there's like a whole flashback to that and that Kulbara could do the same thing with Itsuki's territory. Um when Kulbara tries to summon his power, he can't control it at will, so it goes crazy and whatnot. Yeah. Boy, do I know that feeling. <laughs> and, I, and then Itsuki is just like, yeah, that's why we kidnapped you and wanted Gourmet to eat you because we knew that you couldn't really control this, that this power was too much for you to handle. Mm-hmm. Well, appar- apparently uh, Tagoro's power is too much for Gourmet to handle. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and then it cuts to a break, and when it comes back, we are outside of the cave, and Genkai is shown to be knocked over by a sense of wind, but this wind is actually a combo of Yusuke Kuwabara's and Sensei's energies. It's strong enough to force someone as powerful as Genkai to her knees. Well, she also got mm. kind of nerfed from the last the last arc, remember? Yeah. Because yeah. she lost that power. I also That's think Kuwabara's energy in this is more to do with she can feel extreme sadness in it rather than his energy actually. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so it's just his she, sad she boy. really Yusuke. Yeah, his sad <laughs> boy energy. Sad boy energy. <laughs> just too much. Big sad energy. <laughs> so cool, <Kulbaro> hype beast. <laughs> so we 
Yusuke and Sansui are finally fighting, and Yusuke is able to get some good punches in and kicks it, kicks him at first, but then Sansui, like, as someone wrote, gets his groove back and kicks his ass. <laughs> like Stella. I was gonna say, it's like Stella, guys. Stella gets her groove back. Like, I'm sure his new groove, like, who's oh, yeah. It's, it's who's both gone? of them. Yeah, it's both of them. But did he get his mojo back? No. Oh, um, basically, everyone's still watching helplessly, and Kuwabara still can't summon his special power by will, and it goes back to another flashback of his and Yusuke's adventure together, including the first death at the at the dark tournament. No, no it's, so it's like, his first death, yeah, and then so, all the way to the dark tournament. So it kind of goes from, okay, like, a series tournament. of flashbacks, like, important, um... Moments for Kuwabara related to Yusuke, like at Yusuke's funeral, Kuwabara is like saying, You can't leave me here, Mesh, you can't go out like this. Always the dark turn and being like, Make my death count, you Yusuke. So basically, all pivotal points of their friendship together. And as Kuwabara reminisces in this, and asks, like, there's got to be a point to why all this has happened to us together. Like, why is it ending like this? He's able to summon his spirit energy and summon the special dimension sword, which he uses to cut Itsuki's territory so that way he and everyone else can escape. Mm. But it's too late. Because <laughs> literally as they are jumping out of the territory, uh, Sensei is approaching Yusuke with a sac- with his sacred energy and stabs him basically in the heart with his hand and yeah, kills him. Yeah. Big uh, big hunter hunter Kilua energy mm-hmm. up in here. Oh. I kinda get the vibe from the, the Tergoro thing where it's where Tagoro does the exact same thing to uh Kuwabara. Yeah. Except oh, yeah. he doesn't go around the heart. He goes, oh, yeah. he goes directly this into is straight through it. Yeah. And it, it's interesting how this episode it they play a lot with, like, the music and the audio, because, like, at the point where they're escaping the territory, it's completely silent, except for the voice being like, you're meshy, get out of the way! Mm-hmm. And and then, um, as when you say does get killed, it's completely silent again, and it, I think it goes black for a second. Yeah. You know, like, they play around with color um, a lot, so it kind of has, like, everyone is like a single color to kind of signify that, I don't know, they're shocked shocked in a way. He also has that, like, signature, Yusuke has that, right before he dies, he has that signature um, death smile where he looks back at his friends. Oh, yeah. Especially Kulbar, I think it's implied that it's just Kulbar, really. He has, like, a it's okay smile Mm -hmm. right before eating the dust. Is that the same smile he had in his fucking wake photo? Most likely, yes. It's the same picture. Yeah. And on the wake photo, he was kind of like... <clears throat> oh, yeah, he was kind of derpy. Like, yeah. derpy. He was looking face. back, like, but kind of like, derpy. It was like a school photo. Yeah. <laughs> oh, the cool behind-the-back school photos that they can only take in Japan? Aha! <laughs> uh-huh. Ooh. Like, who took Who's that, that girl? Who that girl? Yeah. So everyone around or connected with Yusuke can feel his death one way or another. I see the people in the cave because they witness it. <laughs> I felt it with my eyes. <laughs> my heart and my eyes. But even, like, people there. who aren't there, like Genkai, she physically can, like, feel that Yusuke is gone. Shizuru, even Keiko. Um, a regular old like, human. A regular old human. I mean, she kind of gets the hint because Pooh um, himself just suddenly becomes super quiet and still. And then Keiko realizes, like, oh, Pooh, are you okay? And she realizes 
realizes, oh shit, it's Yusuke. And then Botan, even up in Spirit World, realizes, like, I felt this feeling before, and realizes, like, something must have happened to Yusuke. He must got hit by another car. This wasn't in the planner. It's like, you ever see a Devil May Cry 5? No. Uh, there, this, there's this there's this thing where you can call the the lady to, to get the supplies and the and the uh, get stuff to buy, and she drives this van like through like walls, over off buildings, through like underground tunnels. Like there's this one where the the van comes out from a tunnel, tunnel and just tunnels out. It's like that and just hits Yusuke. Could you use it as a weapon? No, unfortunately you can't. Uh. I wish you could. Y'all need to see JoJo season four for its final battle. Anyway, it's season two in. The first place. Yeah, you're gonna you're gonna be calling the ambulance on that one. No, <laughs> like the way you look, I guarantee it. Um, men's warehouse. Yes. Fucking uh, fucking Kira gets oh uh, somebody gets killed by a men's warehouse. Yes. Uh, so Kurobar is in denial and then tries to wake him up and after a while of doing that, like he's like, well, you can't you know stop your heart, you can't do that, ha ha ha. And then like listens to his heart, he's like, oh fuck, he's actually dead. <laughs> he's dead, dead. <laughs> And He's Sensei. dead for realsies, not fakesies, for realsies. <laughs> for realsies. And Sensei, I don't know, he managed to find some sort of, like, square block to sit on. It's a, t- <laughs> it's a TV. Oh, I, I actually have this shot framed in my room and have since 2013. Really? Yeah. Is it actually No, a 2014. Yeah, I can show you after it's this. It's a really cool shot. Yeah. Is it and hanging up now? Yeah, it's hanging up now. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I'm I'm moving right now, so that's why he asked if it's hanging up now. Oh yeah, we're ending the podcast. So yeah. No, we are not. I'm kidding, Last I'm episode. Kidding. Sorry, guys. Yeah. Uh, spoilers: Yusuke dies at the end of the show. And that's it. This is the last Bye. episode. That's it. And Sensei, so he's just you know sitting on the TV, and he muses like you know, you would think I feel happy over this, but he really just feels empty. He just feels sad that another soul is lost. Um, but. At the same time, he's not feeling that bad because he tells <laughs> Kuwabara and his friends, you know, there's no point in mourning Yusuke's death because all humans are going to die anyway. And it cuts to, like, right above him. Basically, the demon tunnel is completely open and that demons are actually coming through. And the episode ends. I feel the uh, part right after where they're like, yes, well, whatever happened on the next episode should have just been, oh, shit. (laughs) This is not good. show has been canceled, guys. Go home. (laughs) Yeah, so... um, You know what would be funnier? I really like this episode. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you know what would have been funnier if during that break where it was like almost a year, they should have ended on this episode. Oh, my God. That would be terrible. That would have been fucking brutal. Just like Game of Thrones. (laughs) 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 (laughs)
I personally really like this episode because I think it shows a lot of character growth in Yusuke, only because if you kind of imagine him from the beginning, and this is kind of really common with most shonen protagonists, where even though that they're not obviously trying to say, like, I'm the one who needs to fight these battles, or, like, I'm the one who should defeat the god, like, the main villain, he's willing to sacrifice himself in order to really get, like, a means to an end kind of thing. And Yusuke being as hot-headed and slightly egotistical about his skills in general, it's a lot coming from him to be able to, like, sacrifice himself. Even though, obviously, none of his friends want that. Mm-hmm. I kind of did, but, you know, it's just me. <laughs> no. There you go. <laughs> yeah, I really like this episode a lot, just, like, the two points he brought up. And I think I mentioned a little bit before, this episode was very interesting visually and mm-hmm. how they played with the audio, especially towards, like, use case death scene I thought was pretty cool. I don't remember it being as dramatic and cool when I watched it as a kid, so kind of rewatching it now made me appreciate it more. And mm-hmm. it definitely did a major, like, punch in the emotional gut for me. I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> This is some heavy stuff. <laughs> mm-hmm. I I obviously have told you guys I've never made it this far in the show. Mm-hmm. And I never realized I didn't make it very far in the show until <laughs> this podcast. But I actually didn't see his death coming. Oh. Um, even, like, I mean, it is, I mean, he is the main character, so who knows what's going to happen. But um, as far as, like... The fact that, like, they did kill him mm-hmm. for this, mm-hmm. just in this episode. I was like, oh, shit. Oops. Like. Yeah. It's it actually kind of sad. I don't like, the reason I don't kind of, there's a very small reason I don't like this episode. I like this episode overall, but, like, the, the nitpicky parts is that mm-hmm. I don't like too many flashbacks. But yeah. we've already seen the oh material. God, yeah, there's a lot of flashbacks yeah. in this episode. I love flashbacks when it's something new. Like, um, mm-hmm. when Sensei has a flashback or something like that. But, like. Yeah. When when you've seen the footage already, you're like, all right. Like, I know I've been to this, kind of, but I don't need to see it again to that extent. Um, and I'm wondering mm-hmm. if it's a budget thing, where they're like, we have to reuse footage because we're going to spend more money in the later episodes. Or... Partly, usually, some, especially with anime, like, close-ups are a reason why to say budget, because very little animation goes with, like, close-ups of the face mm-hmm. and stuff mm-hmm. like that. You literally just get them with the lips and you're good. Yeah, basically. Like, yeah. in a couple times. But, I mean, it's I'm like sh- a good clutch card, though. Yeah, I'm <laughs> sure, like, some of the flashbacks, even with, like, Kuwabara and Yusuke, I, maybe majority were just reusing clips, but I think some of them were reanimated okay. just to fit with the style. Or, That's like, pull together more emotion. Right, yeah, I mean, flashbacks are a really good tool to, without telling, but showing an important moment that, between characters or something like that, Mm -hmm. so, I Imagine if it's literally just, like, they put an Instagram filter on and filmed it. Oh, yeah, that'd be hilarious. Um, Well, it did kind of have that, especially the Dark Tournament one. (laughs) Oh, yeah, It looked like they just slapped a proper filter and called it a day. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so, I think, uh, I think, like, people were a lot more flashback tolerant back in the day, not only because of, um, cost issues, but also... It was a weekly show, so because mm-hmm. of that, like, straight up, like, a lot of the episodes they showed, that would have showed, like, half a year ago. And a lot of people either weren't watching at that point or had forgotten that stuff had happened. That is true. Like, and 
So without being able to binge, you didn't have the reference material, so oftentimes you need to be reminded, like, hey, this happened. Yeah, yeah no, you're I mean, right, you're right. I mean, yeah, because, I mean, unless they VHS recorded each one, it's like, you know. Mm-hmm. It's true. And I mean, like, the last time and next time stuff really helps when you're really watching week to week. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like, as a modern viewer, it's a little, it's... it's- it's tedious. A, it's tedious, yeah. yeah. Like, I wouldn't say it made it a bad episode. It was just, those are the parts where I was like, can I, like, fast forward just a tiny bit right there? But that's just a personal <laughs> thing. Yeah. Um, no, I mean, no worries. I mean, I, I totally understand where you're coming from on that. Um, yeah, and I also recognize, like, where its place in history was. So, it is interesting to... I sometimes wonder how much of the show is lost by not being weekly, by being bingeable now. Because I'm I'm watching with my girlfriend now, and she had never really watched through it, and like she really likes Hunter Hunter, but she's like I just don't really feel a need to keep going in the Yuhak show, um, and I wonder how much of it is because like we had it built up every week, like what the fuck is like going on with yeah. this, and the show yeah. was designed with that in mind, um, partially because like the way that like the manga was run was a lot of like oh fuck I need to come up with something new this week as opposed to Hunter Hunter, which is like. I have a grand plan that will take 40 years. Yeah. And he'll just release it, you know? When I can. When he can. When it's understandable. Yeah. I mean, we're kind of getting it now with the newer series, like uh, like My Hero Academia or Attack on Titan, where it's week by week and I'm losing my shit because they stop at a really intense part. It's like, oh, I gotta wait another week to see what happens. I mean, yeah. I mean, just newer, newer, if you look at, we grew up with, like, this is some of our first anime. Like, you mm-hmm. know, a special place. I know, Patrick, you didn't watch it when you were a kid. I watched um, a little bit of it. A little bit, yeah, you saw it here and there. But, like, for a lot of people our age, and I'm actually surprised your girlfriend hadn't seen it when she was, at least a little bit, when she was younger. Yeah, because she was she's super huge group. into Dragon Ball Z. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but, like, it has a special place in our yeah. hearts where we might have a little bit more bias as to why. But, to be fair, shows like Yu Hawk Show are great, but they they do feel their age sometimes yeah. when you watch it. It is, the pacing is a little different than, let's say, my Hero Academia, or even Yu Hakusho, which was, wasn't that much older than this show, to be honest. It kind of overlapped, mm-hmm. right, in, like, the creation, but um, the pacing and the storytelling's just slightly different. Mm-hmm. I yeah, I, for me, I always like to enjoy things in the lens of what time they were made with regards to production concerns and production methodologies, but I understand that that's not everyone, and so, like, while I love Yu Hakusho and I recognize I have some bias, I do think that some of it is my ability to tune into like historical modes of production, which is why I'm totally fine watching silent movies. But I recognize like I'm not gonna fucking make my friends th- suffer through silent movies. Yeah, the, the thing about I think that's interesting about the shows like Yu Yu Hakusho versus something like Evangelion that came out at a similar time frame is that you can tell like the the adult the maturity and where it aired because Yu Yu Hakusho definitely feels like you know a Shonen. little bit shown younger series. Well, yeah. Evangelion it's really violent and you know very adult orientated. So you can definitely have tell a difference between those two, mm-hmm. even though they're like literally what maybe four years apart, three yeah. years, right? And at like first glance, they seem to be like the same target audience. Yeah, or like oh, big robots fighting dudes, like that's mm-hmm. all teenage boy stuff. But then, um, well, this does have some really interesting themes. For the most does it really get that deep? Yeah, like, it's pretty straightforward for the most part. I feel like characters like some since we obviously add complexity but at its core it's just like you gotta do good for the world and how it just depends on like how you go about it yeah i think i think one thing that's interesting we'll talk more about this is i think both toguro and sensui 
uh, are interesting like deconstructions of like traditional hero archetypes mm-hmm. in both Japanese and like broader culture. And so like I think the majority of the complexity of the series comes from like how Yusuke is able to navigate like the pitfalls of those like philosophical and moral outlooks. Mm-hmm. And um that that was I won't say unique, but it was fairly I mean it was very uncommon for yeah. a shonen to do at the time and I think that's what really Yuhak show has to offer. Yeah. And I feel like Yusuke itself himself is a unique shonen character at least from ones I watched, I don't know about like show about anime protagonists around that time period, but at least like all the sh- and all the shonen animes I watched um along with Yu Hakusho when I was younger, he felt more edgier for lack of a better word mm-hmm. compared to the other ones. Like he wasn't completely like friendships and sunshine like he had flaws like being like very selfish and being like having like a like more or less kind of questionable ways about doing things but ultimately he was like an underdog like Mm -hmm. most but he didn't have the pity party of the underdog like a lot of he didn't have the naruto like flashbacks all the time to like i used to be an orphan it's like you're still an orphan i used to be an orphan yeah he kind of just like you know he kind of did get consequences for the shit that he did Mm -hmm. and then he obviously went on a huge way to improve like i don't know become a little less self-centered a little less angry about at least being like an outcast and having this shit handle them and being more responsible but he still wasn't like completely like gotta follow the rules follow my heart Mm -hmm. he was more like I gotta follow my fists and I know that you're doing something bad and I'm gonna stop you like I could put you all the doctors into like get to the right one he was one of the first ones I was like ah he actually killed that guy yeah okay He's still kind of a crappy boyfriend, but you know what? It's fun. <laughs> yeah. I don't know how much that changes. Yeah, anyways. Poor Keiko. <laughs> Let me tell you about Jing Freaks. Uh, but anyways, uh, yeah. Thank you for joining us for this uh, episode 25 of the Yuhaka Show. Uh, your support means all three worlds, human, demon, and spirit to us. Please hit us up with questions, requests, or just to chat at our Facebook at the Yuhaka Show with two O's or at our Twitter at the Yuhaka Show. Um, I like how Yu Hakusho is still spelled wrong. <laughs> Yu Hakusho. You know what? You'll find it yeah. somewhere. Yes. Tune us for the next episode. We'll discuss whether or not the rest of the game will be able to defeat Sensei and stop the human world from being taken over by demons. God, or whether so. humans deserve to live. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> Alright. See you guys. See, you. See you in five in like an hour or two. <laughs> well, it might be two weeks for that, right? Yeah. yeah.
Yeah. 